Hey, folks. Sorry about last week. Sorry. Did we have a show last week? Yeah, yeah we did. Oh, yeah. We, it was right. the first one back. We were all masked yeah. up. It was terrible, so we've made an entirely <laughs> new change. Yeah, last week we ended on the Thanksgiving story. It wasn't a good way to go because no. we felt like we had to throw it in yeah. because we had to wait. Yeah. And we had to. That's so many reasons for tonight's new studio. Yeah, tonight's new studio is outdoors, fireside, my the backyard. The polio chats. <laughs> got FDR blankets. No wheelchairs, though. One broken chair. You know, Social Security. All the, all the good things. <laughs> all the goodies. The Tennessee Valley Authority. Yeah. We're, you know, uh, a hand job from your cousin. Oh, all the things that FDR did. Definitely had one of those. <laughs> guy, I think they depicted that oh, they in the movie did. that Bill Murray played him in, where he, he got a handy from his cousin yeah. in the car. Well, those Roosevelts, there was like, you know, a hundred of them, and they only, you know, you only hung out with other Roosevelts or other family members, so mm. someone's going to get it. That, that's what's just tell you. Someone's going to get a tug, Well, no I think what. there was a lot of speculation that um, Eleanor Roosevelt, was uh, batting for the other team. Well, I don't think there's a lot. It's much speculation <clears throat> these days. It's pretty much. It's no. She was like the Babe Ruth of the team. <laughs> so he was a FDR was a beard. Uh, I mean, I think that was mutual, mutually beneficial. Be Listen, I'm going to save the country's elderly from poverty and get hand jobs for my cousin. <laughs> you go muff diving on however many women you want. When I, I mean, get polio, just help me pee in the middle they, of the night and we'll call it square. I don't know if, yeah, I mean, I don't. You're wanting to go like with these big ideas, especially to wrap up. You know, you want to get to the complexities of what I actually believe about that relationship, which would be interesting. I want the world to know that a man in a wheelchair took down Hitler. Yeah, I mean, that's. <laughs> Wouldn't uh, you feel like the shit? That's what we. That's what America needs. We need a wheelchair-bound person to just take down Donald Trump. Well, we, I mean, I don't know. He seems like he's down, but uh, I guess we wait for that Supreme Court thing. I still haven't heard. They, they could have said something as of today. That's what we're waiting on. We've talked yeah. about it, but there's just zero chance. Zero chance that they even take the case, let alone <laughs> let it be argued. I agree, but I won't be comfortable until... Oh, that's the point. It's all a grift, man. They keep this going. I won't be comfortable until old, old snatch-sniffing Uncle Joe has his hand on whatever book he chooses on my birthday. I want the nuclear codes changed. I want the lack of headlines. I want not a return. To some Surely sense. they change the codes, like, frequently. Well, of course, but the man, Donald Trump, is has access. Oh, you want him changed, like, now? I want... I'm saying... Each day that goes down, that he doesn't have access to, right. to, to weapons that could kill millions out of <laughs> what a tantrum! All right, fine. If they're not if they're going to swear him <laughs> in, then I'm going to bomb Iran. <laughs> Deal with that, Joe Biden. And you know what's fucked up? As un-American as that would be, his supporters would love it, and they wouldn't under, They wouldn't be able to comprehend being called un-American for supporting it because <laughs> they're dumb. Sorry, I know most of you are his supporters, but if 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 Donald Trump bombed Iran and you applauded it just so that Biden would have a rough first year, we got Jason L. Dean to sing the national anthem as we send our boys off Fuck to that. bomb Toby Iran. Keith. <laughs> Toby, yeah. Toby Keith, through red, white, and blue, we'll flying over Tehran, dropping these bombs just like a wreck in Afghanistan. I like drinking beer out of red cups. <laughs> Donald Trump, where are you from? <laughs> Red Solo Cub, Mama Ransom, more. 
Fuck your body. Fuck your body. And that cheat. And that Kamala Lala person. Eight million ballots, so suck my ass. <laughs> she probably wasn't even born here because she's brown. America. I'm waiting on that. I'm there waiting, I'm waiting on Kamala that's already out there. I'm sure it is. Like, oh, she has a slightly un-American sounding the, name and she's brown. Tex- she's the, probably not from the here. The Texas Attorney General that filed the case before the Supreme Court said he already pushed the the nonsense that she's not eligible because her parents were immigrants. Born here. Born here. What's your name? If if it's something foreign sounding and she's even the slightest <laughs> shade of brown, she cannot be our vice president. <laughs> And that's the guy that's now suing Texas. What the fuck do you mean America's racist? We ain't racist. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, in this particular case. The, the new defense <laughs> I often think that the left needs to prepare better for is when it gets to that racial component and they're always, and the right's very quick to, I don't have a racist bone in my body. I've heard quite a few politicians say that exact thing. Right. And to me, when I hear it like that, it's like, it's clearly something they, they're well prepped and ready to say. You gotta have a response. There, what's the wittiest response you think? I don't have a racist bone in my body. Oh, okay. Well, then endorse Kamala Harris right now. <laughs> They're gonna turn that to Donald J. You got there's gotta be something else that cuts deeper than like, yes, you absolutely do. Ah, see, it's right there. It's like yeah. it's almost like a joke punchline, but it'll come to me. That's the trouble when you see any political interaction. The witticisms you're like when I watched a Trump Biden debate, whenever Donald would say something stupid, i I, I had like five good comebacks. Yeah. And Biden's like, well, like, nope, not good enough, man. You gotta fucking <laughs> Like, if anything, Democrats need some fucking snapback coaching. Like, here's what you say when they say this. Yeah. But well, all that to say, enjoy the episode. I think it's quite good. It's Fireside. We fireside. Talked about, We're going to get better at this, too. Talk about loads. A lot. Of, lot. <laughs> and in the... And in a no con, porn in a, in a con, Well, in a context... <laughs> Layla that, London came up, but... But not in a porn context. I've been just so I've actually checked out. I was surprised. I felt like it's funny how if you check out a porn for a period of time that to you feels like a long time, it's probably only like. Well, you've been oh, checked out of it for years. For years. I'm speaking more generally of the experience <laughs> of man in America that like right. is only away from it for right. like six, seven, eight days, and when they come back, they feel like <laughs> you know, the wild. whole landscape has changed. What's wild is the McConaughey. Fear or not, uh, dazed and confused truth about porn. Like, Layla London is the sort of epitome of your type within the porn realm, right? But just realize that there's gonna be more Layla Londons. They're only like 13 right now, but they're going to eventually be 22 and they're going to move to Los Angeles and they're going to get into the porn world. Why are you gonna make them 13 right now? I'm just saying, at some point. In five years, when you open up Pornhub, you're going to see Layla Starr, or whatever her name is, and you go, hey, who's this? And she'll be a new starlet, 24 years old, and she's going to check all your Layla London boxes, and she'll be new. Like, I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's always going to be new porn stars, and, like, one day there will be another, for me, there'll be another Janice Griffith. Ugh. Sorry, no. Nah. I like that. She's got. She's no, got I didn't mean to say it. I know. I know she's your type. Yeah, enjoy the episode. I'm getting out. I'm freezing my canastas off out here. It's not that cold. I, we'll see you next I week, guys. I have no undies. It's hollow.
traffic because of coronavirus. I mean, surely there is though. Like if you catch this, like on the way here, there was this, the one coming the other one. It's not on, is it? I don't want to start with traffic. That's a terrible intro. For the, if they're here, it's on. Oh, if you're here now, I would hate for that to be how that started. Well, it's it's rolling, and you you might want to face it a little bit, a little bit more. Near. You can still well, face it and face the fire. If you can't hear me, surely you can hear this. I'm so much closer. There's no mask on. Yeah. Can't be like last week. Yeah. So, do you, I mean, we're in a new. St- we got, we got. Wildlife chirping. <laughs> we got the sky over our heads. Got the you just thing going? Cry, not yet. Not cold enough. We have the. Mm. Anyways, the whole. We've changed the whole studio up. We got some new energy. Yeah. How'd you get out of there? It was stifling. <laughs> I, I could hear myself last week getting more congested as the mask was on. Yeah. Because that's what happens to me. Like if I was a turd and a shit human being and was a non-masker, my legitimate gripe would Rusty, be. Rusty, keep listening. <laughs> My legitimate gripe would be it tends to, like, make me stuffy. Yeah. If it's on me too long, I can hear that. Like, eh, that's what I felt like at the end of last week. Like, well, I can make a TPTO. Yeah, I notice if I wear them for long periods of time, I get, like, dry throat. <clears throat> I don't know if it's maybe from... All that semen? Breathing. Maybe. <laughs> it could be that. It's more of a lubricant, though, for my throat. But, yeah. Depends on who you're blowing, I, just, I guess. I know if I wear it a lot for the rest of the day, if I talk, <clears throat> I'll be clearing my throat a lot. It'll be real raspy and dry. <laughs> Which is great for being out in public these yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so, like, the, so, the news cycle these days is so, like, it's so up and down because you'll hear in the same report, like, FDA is meeting as we speak. Actually, as we record, the FDA really is meeting to discuss approving this vaccine and getting it going. And they say that doses are already in Georgia, ready for healthcare workers, if and when it gets the uh, the mark of approval. And then they tell you, oh, and by the way, there's over six thousand new cases today, fifty five deaths. Uh, the uh, spread is at fourteen percent, whatever that means. <laughs> Oh, and this morning I heard that one in 22 Americans uh, has COVID. It's like, oh, well, shit. I guess I guess there's just no, well, there's no, there's no hope. And then on top of that, I remember now why you, I did that. Why? So Are you the cold? Heat, the heat wouldn't melt my lights. Oh, so you're gonna sacrifice your grass for the lights? The gra- the grass. Is gra- much, <laughs> the grass is much easier. It sounds like you're drinking semen. <laughs> you, you weren't here when I got home. <laughs> That's how we finish. It's sort of reverse, like a, like a reverse. It's like a you know, cream pie. It's a cream pie snack. <laughs> totally episode. I actually saw a porn with that the other day, where this it was a it was a it was an amateur Pornhub porn, and they're going at it. And I heard the, Pornhub had some issues this and week. The dude, the dude finished in her, and then she just like saddled up and sat down on his face, and I was like, it's not gay, but I don't I don't know how I feel about it. Listen, but I don't know how I feel. Here's my thought on both the videos and the application, like in real life, how I feel about it personally. Once it's gone away from me, yeah, that's the end of the relationship that I have with that product. It's what just the same out, as like, anything. To me, it's like just because it's a super fun thing to do, yeah, and you just blow your fucking load. Mm. I don't ever think it's not like I. It's not like it is any any different than a shit or a piss. Right, but I mean, like, think about this, like, the expectation, or not necessarily the expectation, but the the hope for a lot of men is that the the girl they're with will not only take it in, but, like, swallow it, right? 
And I, I've heard some women say, hey, if I'm going to put that shit in my mouth, then you better be open to it, too. <laughs> Into, like, swallowing his own shit? Yeah, like... If so I, they... Like, uh, well, like, I have newsflash for like you, Walter Cronkite. Like not, not a large percentage of women <laughs> in this country are taking loads from their husbands and boyfriends and then saying, well, let's skeetle-a-doo and just poop it right into your mouth here. No, no one's passing that shit off. That's kink shit. Well, I could see it, though, from a woman's perspective because chances are, you know, the percentage of women who reach orgasm from penetration is much lower than surface area stuff. You, so obviously that woman in this video wanted to keep going. Do you not see how this change of environment is already doing us just I can tell you this, my four-year-old's knocking on the window back here. What do you need? Uncle, she changed my name, by the way. Today I became, not Uncle Austin, it's now Uncle Nevin? Nevin. Nevin. That's Russian enough for me. It's entertaining, but we transitioned to... The Golden Voices backyard. We're in my backyard. With we got a fire, fire pit. Going. We've got we've got the box. Got the cat so box. It's you're gonna sacrifice. You would have bitched about the masks. You can't now, but you might have to bitch about the sound of a, a, a chirping in the wind or the crack the crackle of a fire. I didn't hear bitching about the masks, but Kristen did point out that you in particular were very muffled. Yeah, last week. just it's no good. And then well, you're afraid of my dad. I don't think it's a coronavirus. I don't trust <laughs> the people in the office. I can tell you that my other coworker is very cautious. He's a masker, but I think <laughs> I think Dad bought like one flimsy disposable like dentist mask back in March, and that's like the one that's in his truck. And he pops it on when he feels like he can't get away with not wearing it. That's my gut feeling. I'm not here to talk about anyone's personal journey. <laughs> I'm just here to say that I think most, uh, a very large proportion of the, we've talked about them for two years on this podcast. Uh, there's a whole lot of people in this country who make decisions that I find to be at best stupid. <laughs> and so I have to live with that. I yeah. can't complain about it, but I'm certainly not a person that's going to kowtow and not wear a mask because you don't think it's legit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to put right. the mask on because. Well, We've gone through this before. So all that to say is that we just, I just needed – it was bad sound quality, one. Two, we've gone kind of stale. I yeah. feel like you come out of work – I can't fathom it, actually, because if I worked there or anywhere, it's not that, it's not that particular office. If I had any job. If I had a job. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I like employed. how you just let out. Like, they all know. Everyone Are you knows. employed, sir? Are you employed? What, what day is it? Employed? <laughs> Anyways, you don't go out for a job if I, like if that. I, if I had to be somewhere for seven, eight, nine hours a day, mm. and out of nothing, nothing but convenience, there's no, there's no real reason we have to do it there. Right. But out of only sole convenience, you would have to then stay there for another hour or two and tell me that you would have your creative juices flowing. I just don't, I don't see it, and I don't feel it. Like I feel like it got to where I was driving over there, and it was just like I don't even. We don't have a plan. He's <laughs> tired. I'm tired. I'm. We're tired. We're just tired. Well, we're it's, tired. It, there's a pattern because you know we were at your house. I'm smoking a blunt right now. This is a game changer. We were at your house for a long time, and we had to bail on that because of. Well, crying babies and Leah doing dishes in the background, like on purpose. I think it was like a, it was, it was almost, uh... and that kind of lost its juice. And two, in those days, we were both drinking a lot, and like I'd be at your house till like ten p.m. Like that doesn't fly now. <laughs> That's true. That's 
first generation pods were like three hour like numbers. Three <laughs> hours long and very drunk. And there's some good shit there. Because we were also very nervous about what's okay to talk about. Because you know? we knew our parents were listening. Which is so absurd. This is just all a part of the... This is not a natural growth. This isn't like something where you say, if you track it over two... Track it. If you track it over two years, you'll see. It's This is like circumstantial. Yeah. Does that make sense? This is not like, hey, we're just older and wiser now. We can just say what we feel and we're not, we don't worry about what our family will think. Right. It's quite the opposite. It's like, I, oh, I just say it because half of y'all will seriously believe anything anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just this crazy world we're living in, dog. Yeah. Da? Da? But yeah, but yeah to, so this is nice. Back to face-sitting with a load in your twat. That you is, know, like I, I said, I have never been for the for any kind of kink when it comes to to the to the load. The load has its regions. To me, that's where guess, my relationship with the load ends. It's like, where do I want it to go? I guess. <laughs> I guess the question becomes like, what if you know Elizabeth shoes on deck, but you know that's her kink. You're gonna turn down Dude, a night with you. This is so much better getting back at our roots here. Or what if Layla London? I do. What if Leah said? What if Leah said, "Hey, I for your birthday, I want you to have sex with Layla London." And then Layla comes over, and you find out. You know, just so you know, in my personal life, I like to face it after you blow the load inside me. Okay. Question. <laughs> question. Is that like the only place I can blow my load? Uh, uh, she's like demanding a cream pie, so that she, so that she yeah. in turn can yeah. cream pie me. Well, like well then not have the conversation. Be like, I don't think that's really fair. It's Layla not like London. she's going to mount up and like and push, but you know it's going to run out. If she forced it, I'd try to see what Gabby was willing to do. <laughs> they're all they're all in. I don't want <laughs> I don't want that in my mouth coming from there I, either. No, it doesn't. I, yeah, no, I don't. I don't so, either. But still, watching when I saw the point where that it you happened, ruined it like a beautiful, beautiful. I had it in my head, you know, like that Leah was going to be down for this and that Layla was going to come over and you're like telling me the only way to do this is this. I'm basically forced She's like, first of all, I won't even get to it until you eat my ass. <laughs> second, of all, second of all, I need loads in me. That would be, seriously though, that, that's the movie. That's the classic guy gets what he wants and it turns out he does not want it. Yeah, it's like making a deal with the devil. Yeah, there's it's not... like all the scenes of Brendan Fraser making a deal with Elizabeth Hurley. Like, yeah. It's never going to go your way. Right. Turns out she likes all anal stuff in her personal life. Yeah. She did do some scat work early on that no one's ever talked about. It kind of got it was underneath a different name. Is there speaking of that? Is there I I didn't keep watching Oz because it was a real bummer. But I think it's not a very. I think you've seen most of it. I've seen all of Oz. Is there an episode where somebody gets their face shat on? Because Family Guy made reference to an Oz episode, uh, and I think it was Stewie or Chris who said, "I just I can't go to jail. I don't want poo on my face." I was like, oh, I could see that. I think I could see there being like a like a episode opener where someone's being held down in a prison bunk while somebody else defecates on their forehead. Like I could have, I mean, easily seen it gone. That I I saw enough of the rape scenes to be like, yeah, anything's up for grabs. All, this uh, that's show. the right. There you go. You touched on it at the very end. I I cannot say that I. And there's a lot I forget. I cannot say with great detail that I remember anyone ever shitting on someone's face on Oz, but. They also, like, set fire to people on Oz, raped people on Oz, tattooed assholes on Oz, uh, right. you know, slinging poop. I'm pretty sure there was moments where 
our, our, our clean cut guy who the whole story arc kind of followed the, the lawyer that killed yeah. somebody drunk and driving right the guy with the wolverine chops at one point he was a prag after that but bites a dick when he but gets that was, after he goes crazy and <clears throat> I think he might have had some poop stuff maybe I mean they say like doo-doo is a <clears throat> doo-doo is a sort of a, uh, uh, an armor when you're on the inside I mean, it seems to me, and I watched. I really like those shows. We've talked about like Hard Time. Um, I say I like those shows, like I'm a fanboy, which is kind of gross because you have to imagine that there are men and women that watch these Hard Time, Hard Shine. What is it? There's Life Behind Bars. You know the same kind of yeah, shit. You can find it. Lockdown. Yeah, <clears throat> these kind of shows. You wa- I watch it because I see like the deterioration of society, not so much in the these are all criminals but like what they're in there for a lot of the times because of course the TV shows aren't going to show you like the guy that's like well I'm in here for petty larceny I'll be out in three months like this goes back to the joke that we've had with Dustin Hoffman and and the touching like Dustin Hoffman touched a thigh right and Weinstein whatever his name Weinstein Harvey you know he like he raped right there's a difference there we should the the crime, the punishment should fit the crime. Right. And when you look at, like, these buildings, and I've been in jails from my old job, when you look at them and go, hey, you see that building over there? That's where we put child rapists. <laughs> really? Yeah, we also put people who sell marijuana in there, too. Like, that's not the same thing at all. Side by side? Yep, they're all yeah, they're in there. They're all gin pop, baby. Yeah. Oh, and there was this one guy we put in there last week. He just accidentally killed someone with his car. Wasn't drunk or nothing, but he's got to do a year. What? Why? But yeah, he's in there with a guy who strangled his wife to death. And then I'll be honest, he'll get tacked on time because he's going to have to fight. And when he fights, he, you know, it's all live or die in there. I did, Hey, man, you got to... It's just ridiculous. You know that there's like, outside of our seven fans, there's millions of people that listen to the podcast and stuff. And now they show the podcast videos. I don't, it's one of these... I'm sure you've... Well, no one's Facebook experience is the same, so I say I shouldn't say you've seen it. Well, the government's getting ready to break Facebook up. Oh, well, I'm they, sure they're that. talking about it. Well, the government, Texas is suing four states to say their our votes don't matter. Well, actually, 17 states are now are, they're all part of the Texas lawsuit. They all want hmm. they all want to see. Apparently, apparently, Georgia's. I heard a, a no, it's 17 versus. Yeah, I know you're talking. I about. heard a Florida Republican say that the reason there's no evidence is because the only evidence that there would have been would have existed before anything happened. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, listen, Problem I don't solved. care. I don't, we're not, I don't want to get into the depths of that. People, you know we have a fire poker down there somewhere if you want to move the logs around. I mean, I'm quite content with what it's doing. I'm right just now. telling you that there is a poker if you want to shift them around. A I little. think I built a lovely fire. It's fine. I did see it, though. Only thing I'll say, and it's the only hypocrisy thing I'll, I'll bring up and I'll note here, and I just think it's it's the funniest one. I look at everything through the gaze of like how hopefully I'll be able to look back on this. What happened to states' rights here, conservative America? <laughs> well, yeah, apparently conservatives want big government to step <clears throat> in. If a and vote run doesn't the go the way you want, we're going to tell four states because we're Texas. Now, there's the there's uh, the real butt of well, the joke. Uh, Here's the that's the butt of the joke yeah. is that it's like. <laughs> Ticks. I thought you were breaking away. And then you hear conservatives, Rush Limbaugh, talking about it looks like they're more in line for secession. And I really start to laugh because I'm like, okay. I just love that our podunk red state is being lumped in with Pennsylvania as like this traitor state to the election system. Like in, in Brian Kemp's wildest dreams, because he had never no. imagined. <laughs> 
being accused of being a, like a Trump Republican traitor. Like Rush Limbaugh called him a rhino today. Uh, when I was on the way here, um, Eric Erickson was talking about this thing circulating on Parler and a couple of other extremist alt-right websites about uh, a camp assassination. Like, and to it's do Repu- it? It's, it's Republicans promoting it, too. It's like, yeah. The si- and and uh, Eric Erickson said, yeah, I mean, it was crazy alt-righters. He said, I don't want to own them. I, I, I realize they vote alongside me, but I don't own them. I don't like their ideology, but it was them who tried to abduct and potentially kill the the Michigan governor. He said, so it's no surprise to me that those same channels are now talking about doing something to Brian Kemp because he won't fall in line with with Donald Trump. It's ridiculous. And and Brian Kemp's wildest dream, could he have ever imagined he'd be sitting in a spot where he had to defend himself to his own people? Because he won't bend the rules for his daddy. He did Daddy, I really want to be in your administration, but there's a lot of people in my state who didn't vote for you. I can't, I can't just ignore those votes. Also, COVID. Also, COVID. I, isn't that weird? Where you, it. The reason you, he lost some, is because listen, of COVID. There's something to admire in there then about Brian Kemp for all the jokes and for all the boom boom well, click yeah, clacks. My, my coworker, who is not a Kemp fan, said just based on the way he's handled this in terms of his integrity, I'd vote for him. Have he, to, you have to consider it. If he's got that he kind of He showed the backbone in the moment. If he's got that kind of integrity to say no to his daddy, you know, because it would be unconstitutional, <laughs> you know. And what will eventually will be, if if it's if there is some nice, you know, civil end to all this, wildly hilarious. Yeah. I mean, the, you it's funny. <laughs> it's so funny because it's just, it's only because it's cons- the snake, like you said, the snake in the tail. It's snake eating its own tail. How, like the, the joke is, can you imagine? Can you imagine eight months at Christmas this time last year, Brian Kemp living his best life? Yeah. Appointing senators and right behind daddy. <laughs> Come on over here, Kelly. Give me a blowjob. I'm going to make you a senator. <laughs> Oh, she didn't. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah, apparently, if you kneel down, you're still too tall. We're going to have to find some, <laughs> some other way for you to do this. Can, is there a way you can hide those cheekbones? I feel like they're going to poke my minds and it's going to hurt. <laughs> uh, hey, look, I'm going to come in you, but I ain't going to eat it. <laughs> COVID. COVID. No, I like the, Wear the, the mask. I like the Texas. There we uh, go. Put a mask. Uh, I know we like to talk about the mask when we're out in the public, darling, but uh, I mean, around here, I'm going to need you to wear it. Now, I like that the Texas lawsuit is specifically saying we don't want the Supreme Court to overthrow the election. We just want basically acknowledgement that four states changed their election laws for to allow more mail-in votes. Like, we're getting ready to mail-in for our uh, the runoff here. And I was like, yeah, they changed it because of COVID, the fucking pandemic that a lot of people on your side of the aisle thought was a hoax back in fucking February. Like, I love that the the ineptitude around COVID in its earliest days is the undoing of this party. The thing that you chose to ignore has ultimately been your downfall. Why do you think? I mean, just let's do this one and then try to move. But why do you, why do you, why do you feel that way with such certainty that COVID was the end be all end all here? Because it's the mail in vote. Like the, the vote in general was higher than it's ever been. And it's because of the mail in vote. My in-laws mail in voted. We're about to mail in vote. 
Which so would, I mean, many people. What percentage that would have voted anyway? You see what I'm saying? Do you right. think it's such? I know it's the biggest in history, but that I think that comes with the. Isn't that more in line with the availability of information? Like a kid that's 18, 17, 16, 17, 18, who might be struggling, whether in reality or perception-wise, it doesn't matter. They might be struggling under this administration because their parent is struggling, so they're waiting. It may be in 2018 they just missed that cycle, but in 2020 they were ready. It just so happens that they could mail-in ballot during a pandemic. Are we so certain? It's possible, but I I mean, the mail-in ballot was was the thing that really kicked him in the, the tiny nutsack the next I think day. It, the, the best part, of, and the, again, I, I still think it's all a grift, man. I don't think any of this, I, they know, they know. These are, that's what I either can't get a grasp on, is that I, it's almost that I find myself hoping that they know and that what this is really doing is buying time to hide any and all evidence, to get money. Holy yeah. crap, he's raising money. Yeah, he's for seen what? Raising well, it's called what? a defense fund, generally, but he can spend it on pretty much anything he wants. If you're dumb enough to send that man money, you deserve to be parted from it. If I'm Deutsche Bank, I'm looking, if there's like access to the public, if they're making it known what they've taken in with that defense fund, and I imagine they have to, but then again, oh. it's all grift with them, so who knows? Right. But I imagine <laughs> that Deutsche Bank is just watching that dollar figure and like, because they got, they got $340 million loans coming, coming right. back. Right. Oh, also, do you know, big news, Melania put in a, a tennis court at the White House. 48 days left or whatever it is. Well, Joe's got to stay fit. I just said... And not break his other... I leg. know we paid for it. And I know that whole we makes, you know, whatever it is. The, we, the, the taxpayer is going to fund this tennis court. Why? A, what is, there's a message in everything, is, is what there, I'm saying. Beyond a, just the political, what is Melania doing? Is there still a putting green at the White House? Because I think it was Truman, or somebody from the black and white era of presidents. Uh, somebody put in like a three-hole putting green who was a big golf nut. I think it was Truman. Well, Eisenhower often, is, often, I think no, you're talking I about Eisenhower. Was Eisenhower, Eisenhower was, the, was the nut. An old professor of mine wrote a book about... Give me that poker. I'm going to shift a log, try and get the smoke to stop blowing in my face. There you go, buddy. <laughs> you can't take it. You're never going to make it when we have to live by fire in the uh, well, gu- I won't guzzoline. sit right next to it. <laughs> we need an update from Matt. I don't know how... how uh, I mean, we're so engulfed in our own shenanigans. I haven't seen how Australia's doing. Uh, it's funny. There was a girl who was uh, working at my shop for hourly, hourly last week, and she goes to school in Australia, but she's from here. We were talking about Tim Tams and Frogs Alive and all <sighs> those, all those wonderful treat cheesels, all those what wonderful was the, treats. Oh man, I can't remember the one thing <clears throat> I loved. Beyond the. Tim Tams, which I found out I could get two flavors of right down the road. I want to try the mint ones. Are they just chocolate mint? Or are they yeah, just... it's, like, it's like mint chocolate. I want to try those. You can those. get some? You can get... There's four flavors available on Amazon. Chocolate, dark chocolate, mint, and caramel. Amazon. I want to give those a whirl. I, I literally asked Leah, I was like, could we... Like, what would we do? What would be the changes in our life if we uh, cut back on Amazon? You know, like mm-hmm. what would we buy? Where would it come from? How many trips, man hours, all that thing? And it's just like they've made it so easy. Yeah, that you McDonald's can't go. You can't go somewhere. 
I mean, you can. Who fucking wants to go to a Target? Well, and it's like... Right now. Right now, like, if you wanted to get somebody an Apple product for Christmas, but COVID's on the rise, yeah, you could go into an Apple store, wear a mask. <laughs> They're pretty, hey, they're legit. I'm I went, sure in, there, they I went are, in there to get still, the adapter. You're still going around <clears throat> people that you don't need to be around. Or you could literally hop on Amazon, do two-day shipping, and have it at your door within two days. It is kind of... It, it. I guess... It's like we're headed towards... It has its place, but it sucks that it's the monopoly that it is and that Jeff Bezos is just like, hey, I just went from being a $51 billion billionaire to a $52 billion... Oh, shit. Oh! <laughs> My chair just broke. We got a man down. I'm surprised that did that. These things are pretty, uh, pretty what, strong. What have we learned here tonight on TPTO? Yeah, don't drink beer in the chair. <laughs> sucks because I kept these things covered to avoid like... Now I'm like worried. Trouble like that. Yeah, it feels... Last time you were here, you broke one of my dining chairs. I broke a dining chair? You remember that? No. You were, we were sitting inside <laughs> and it just slowly started and it snapped. And you're, <laughs> you're just starting my story so we can get past the ones. This is before that you is, quit where, where was this built? I don't know. It just snapped right here. Oh, that just seems like poor construction. It looks like it would have been sturdy. Hey, you know where these chairs are from? Where's that? Amazon. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I'm going to go get something for this Safe seat. sex. Rocking chairs. That's that's my language. We're back in business. Oh, you shouldn't have said that. Uh, chair down. Yeah, right in the like, middle of the Amazon rant, an Amazon bought chair. Broke in a lot of ways, too. Like. Yeah. <laughs> And it broke in a way where you would you would think that I was like throwing my head into it, like I was sitting here bouncing in it. Uh, it seriously does look like the type of break that one would have if you were plopped, like plopping into yeah, the chair. Yeah, like I would understand that break if I weighed about fifty pounds more than I do, and I sat down with all my weight in one blow. Leah has that problem. She she trusts every chair she's ever seen, and it's very indicative of, of her of her life too. Because I have to tell her a lot. You need to be more aware. Mm. It's not like a big... This isn't big husband and wife advice I'm giving out. Or even relationship advice. But it's like, hey, you just need to be more aware. There are rapists in parking garages. There, that she knows. It's, but, it's, but it's beyond that. It's like day to day. It's everyday stuff. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. you know, an email you might send that gets you in some trouble. Or a phone call you wish you hadn't made. If you're just slightly more aware of how... Someone else might perceive your call to think one layer deeper. I'm not asking people to play chess here. Right. I'm asking people to play checkers to think like, all right, if I do this, what are the consequences? Ultimately, that's what I'm saying when I say be more aware. Mm. But when it comes to chairs, and I've you know, she just flops into every chair. Like the way she sits on a chair mm -hmm. is the same. Whether yeah, it's like a rocking a, chair or a fucking... Yeah, what if you're in like an antique store and you see this nice-looking leather <laughs> that, come couch? Come on, come on. That's different. That's different. She... <laughs> well, if, a leather couch, if, maybe she if, would... Yeah, I don't you know. you see a yeah. nice-looking leather couch, it's like a Chesterfield sort of uh, uh, Boardwalk Empire-era leather couch. You just go plop down and <laughs> you're not aware of the fact that there's a couple of exposed springs under that, <laughs> that first layer of leather and next thing you know, you're going to the hospital to get a fucking tetanus shot. <laughs> Proctologist in the hospital. Yeah, like trust no seat. <laughs> trust. I just say, I just I I've told her that she sits down with such a reckless abandon that eventually, 
It doesn't matter how. She's like, we bought this. These furniture was expensive. I was like, I know, I know it was. I don't think that that was like, you know, if we pulled the sticker that you're not supposed to take off the back and looked at it, I am certain that it would say, try avoid, you know, flopping with full body force. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a good idea. (laughs) Nobody should do that. Let's put it this way: anytime, if I could take a snapshot of all the moments I've seen her, it's as if every part. It is every part of her is off the ground. Mm. That's how hard she sits into a chair. Mm. So I throw that out there during the chair breaking story because apparently, you know what? Kind my of- fat ass broke a chair over here. Yeah, that I don't remember, which is indicative of two things. It's probably and, true, and well, I was I was much heavier then. And yeah, well, both. But yeah, that's what I said. Can you imagine what sort of precision it would require if she wanted to sit with such force onto a boner? Like, if that was her approach to, like, being on top when you two have sex. Like, the li- like she'd have to be like Kevin Bacon steering the, the spaceship in Apollo 13. And there's no way. You'd, you'd, you'd have so many broken dick stories. I would have... Yeah, he's not, he was, like, the one that was dicey, too. They didn't know if he was going to pull it off. Remember, because yeah. he was the last second replacement. Kind of went in on the edge a little Yeah, rough. yeah, a little right. He caught some And Gary Sinise did not have the measles. Apollo 13, man. That movie is like a moment in time for me that takes me back to that very succinct age. But other than that, I'm very dicey on when things happen in my life. Mm. I've noticed that about the old stuff. I don't know what it is, yada. But like that movie and movies like it in that regard, Mm -hmm. like take me right back to that time. Apollo 13 was... That was a good, good flick. SNL had a good sketch on Weekend Update this past Saturday. Where what's uh, your rating on that flick? On give me, Apollo give me 18? a solid. I give it a seven point seven. That's a dope score. Because I don't think it's. A, I, it's it's a, like an eight one or a seven nine. <clears throat> so I was. I just think it was a good score because we're close. Yeah. I thought some people because you know they're out there. Fucking nine eight. I mean, 10, it's 10. probably it's probably got like a ninety on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's worthy of that Rotten Tomatoes score. People love this Rotten Tomatoes it's scores, good. man. Isn't there two scores on there though? Isn't it there like? Well, the Rotten Tomatoes score is based off of uh, like a it's an algorithm of critic reviews and and fan reviews. So it's 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 a weird sort of amalgamation of, of scores, but. What I started to say was on, on SNL this past Saturday, they have this recurring character on Weekend Update where this girl plays like a teen movie reviewer, and <laughs> she's reviewing movies from the 90s because they've been locked up in quarantine, so they decided to watch all the 90s movies they could, <laughs> and she's like, Forrest Gump, first of all, I have to say, Tom Hanks, bravo, he has come so long for a man with his challenges. <laughs> And Michael Che goes, well, you know he was just acting, right? Like, he's not really mentally handicapped. And she's like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, she it's goes, a woke she thing. Goes, uh-uh, you can't do that. Uh. You can't do that anymore. So, well, you know, like, he got nominated for an Oscar. Like, it's a, it's like, no, that's not okay. You can't do that. You think they would cut, they would fight. They don't like Forrest Gump, do they? The woke crowd, No. The world crowd only wants to see people represent... Let's not be guilty of what we often chide against, right? So Mm. within the woke crowd, there certainly has to be, you know, even more scale to look at, right? Yeah. Because there's definitely someone that wants 
and and or I should say wants or, or on whose political or ideological theory aligns with, but doesn't necessarily mean they all believe the same shit. So I am certain that there's some woke thirty year old woke whoever. Yeah. That was like I like Forrest Gump. It's a good movie. Yeah. Like. He We're never said cancel for it. It didn't say he was retarded. He was in school, just just below the fucking <laughs> yo. Oh, I gotta say, like, Mr. Gump, your son is right here. I gotta say, it's a rough year for Tom Hanks because the, oh, uh, the, this is the like the least of his problems. The Republicans <laughs> are accusing him of being a child rapist and a blood drinker, <laughs> and the Democrats don't like that he acted like a mentally challenged man <laughs> in, in like 1994. What can you imagine? What Tom Hanks is feeling? And he got COVID. Yeah, and he got COVID. He's like the first person to get COVID of, of any note. <laughs> he was the one where people said, oh, shit. That fit right into the, you got to think, too, because the man was probably trying to get it out there that this is real. My whole family got it, right? But then... Ooh, this box is getting hot. The, it's fine. <laughs> the right-wingers, that or the, the crazies, I should say, not the right-wingers, but the, the ultra-crazies on the right... They look at it like his name's in the paper with COVID. At that time, they could sell that on. It's perfect. That's the lining up just right with their. Look, he's a, a, a pedophile, a child eater. It's like anything with his name in the in the newspaper that says something with COVID on it. They're gonna say. Yeah, like I. Imagine, they're getting crazy. I mean, they've always been crazy. But I imagine he's a pretty stand-up guy. <laughs> but <laughs> if I was Tom Hanks, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Forrest Gump, some of my best work. <laughs> And this, and I, the, the idea that I would rape and eat children, like, I made that thing you do. It is like, hey man, that's a flick, I, it's hard for me to not watch. Remember those, yeah, I've always, I've, I've always put movies into a category that I always called hard for me to not watch. Doesn't mean I love them. It just means that when they're on, they're typically better than whatever else is on. Yeah. Which puts them in some, uh, I don't know, some air, I guess. Today we're Captain Geach in the Shrimp Shack <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Leo's like, I know that voice. And I was like, yes, you do. He's been the voice of a lot of animated shit that we've been forced to watch. It's Steve Zahn. Yeah, he's great. And I was, I, li- I loved Steve. What, he, uh, oh, shit. Get out of here, fly. I don't know what the fuck that was. We got all kinds of critters. I, this is all new elements. My only concern we got with broken chairs. Heat, yeah, yeah, my only concern with the heat in this table is it's sealed in boiled linseed oil, which is very flammable. This table's not hot at all, bro. <clears throat> I know. I'm just saying. I wanted to move like not it all even back. It, this. It's barely warm. I wanted to. It's it's warm over here for sure. I just wanted to move it all back in here. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I sake. mean, we. This is all uh, we, adaptability. Yeah. This is what I'm telling Leah all the time now. It's like we got to start thinking. And or at least looking into the future with how are we adaptable to any situation? Yeah, the but on the woke people, to me. Yeah, back to that. Go ahead. To I'm me, sorry. if you're woke, I think it's I think the idea of <laughs> saying like, "Hey, I'm cool if you're gay or a lesbian or trans," like that's cool. But this idea that that you know, uh, fucking Robert Downey Jr. can't play or fucking you said it last week, uh, Jared Leto can't play a trans person because he's not trans. Like, well, there's not too many good trans <laughs> actors to pick from right now. And no, it's not because they haven't been given the opportunity to act. I saw the Rocky Horror Picture Show remake that they did a couple of years ago that was live on TV with Laverne Cox, the trans woman from Orange is the New Black. It was terrible because she's not that good of an actress. Right. And the whole point of that character in Rocky Horror Picture Show is it's a guy. Which she is not. <laughs> so, so this idea that you can't act outside your race, gender, 
sexual identity is nonsense. I saw where on a, just because we're on like a, I guess some kind of drop name dropping thing here, but Matthew McConaughey got in some trouble for going after the left a little bit. I didn't read the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I saw what he said. But he basically, I mean, okay, I didn't see enough. Do you know? Do you know enough to? I think he more or less just said like they need to chill out with some of this shit. Like I don't, I didn't read the details, but seems weird time. It's just a weird time for anyone who doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like Matthew McConaughey. Right. To say anything. That's all. If I am a publicist, well, I like to think of it like this. He's promoting his, his book that he just Yeah, wrote. he's promoting it on fucking Russell Brand's podcast, which, listen. He's making the rounds. He was on Rogan. He was on Corolla. He I know, was on I know. Marin. I know, but he's this just happened to be rounds. on the Russell Brand one, which I have to say, I, I thought there was promise in it, but that dude just turns out to be just as self-deluded. I can't listen to people, especially self-proclaimed spiritual people, pontificate about the deeper meaning of something. I'd rather eat a bullet. <laughs> In that regard, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's pseudo spiritual. There's no, there's not room. I don't think anymore for compromise between what we would consider the, the traditional right and left. But I do think there's like room. And this is like not a shit on Alan or the libertarians, although it always is. <laughs> But there's, like, something can come from this where it's like, this is absurd yeah. in both regards. Like, I don't think it's wrong that Tom... I don't think we certainly did wrong to go back in time and judge the man for a movie he did in 95. Right. And it make us have the argument as to whether or not he was retarded. Right. Well, the, It the, doesn't matter. The it's truth just, is, you can have both. Like, Kristen and I watched, I think during quarantine, a Shia LaBeouf movie called Peanut Butter Falcon. Everyone seemed to like that film. It's a fantastic movie with a guy with a serious case of Down syndrome, <laughs> but an actor playing a guy with Down syndrome. It's great. You can have a movie... But the, the guy does have Down syndrome, right? Legitimately, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. The point is, you can have a movie where the main character or the protagonist or antagonist is special needs in some way and you can cast it with a special needs person that said it's not always going to work out I go back to the Rain Man joke if you cast a real person with that degree of autism in the role of Rain Man you would have never gotten the movie no they would have been like yeah this isn't going to work <laughs> you can do both first day of shooting yeah. on Rain there's, there's a skit we actually tried like some um, archival footage of the making of Rain Man they're like yeah. listen we got Tom Cruise fairly early the struggle became what did we do with Raymond? <laughs> and uh, listen, we we tried to do it one way, and they just go to some scenery, and it's like an actual autistic right. guy that's just not saying anything. Right, he's rocking back. And he's forth rocking back and with forth with a TV in his arms. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're, there's no movie here. We can't say, so he can't speak. Well, he might. We don't. I mean, he might. Like I, if I mean, fuck, you could you could be like a real avant-garde filmmaker, like fucking uh, uh, what's his name, the dad from. Uh, Back to the Future, who make Crispin Glover, who makes real he makes really weird avant garde movies with people with Down syndrome. Nobody sees them. You know? Does he really? Yeah, he makes really weird films. Films, not movies. Films. My point is, you could have. Hold on. What What are we What are we talking about? <laughs> You'd have to look it up. I couldn't describe it because I haven't seen them. But I heard him in an interview once talk about films that he makes, and he he usually uses people with Down syndrome to play the characters. In an artistic sort of way. My I point is, I feel just bad. Yeah, I feel well, dirty. He's a weird guy. My point is, you can have Peanut Butter Falcon and you can have Forrest Gump, and it can all exist in the same <laughs> sphere. 
and this idea that no, you can't. Where's the blowback for for fucking Gilbert Grape, man? <laughs> is it just coming? Is it just a matter of time, and he knows it? Yeah. What There's point, no way. At what There's, point does see, Leo take his tongue the, out of a twenty year old and say, diff- "Hey, I'm th- sorry about Arnie"? Listen, that's the difference, right? You can go back to Forrest Gump, and there is an argument to be had, a debate. But nowhere in it can anyone say that that, they, that he was considered retarded or special needs. This is just, just some, a slow a man. Slow man. Yeah. Pl- millions of those down here. He was basically our grandfather. Millions and millions <laughs> of football fans yeah. the same way down here. Yeah, just slow. Slow. Always going to be stuff. slow. Don't care to process stuff. Is going to open a funeral home one day, <laughs> start a second family. Our grandfather. Oh, shit, that's good. The running... You know what I'm going to do when I grow up? I'm going to take some odd jobs, marry this woman, first one, I guess. I'm going to wear a funeral home. I'm going to wear a wear lot, of, a lot suspenders. of suspenders. I'm going to wear a lot of... I'm going to kind of quaff the hair. It's I don't know. I'm going to open a... I'm going to go to work for several fucking funeral homes, man. Just because you've opened Pandora's box. It's this place I don't like to go just because when I was a kid, man, that was, it was terrifying. Yeah. And, and the fact that they would even play jokes on it. When I think back on that now, if I was to go through, I won't, I would never do psychotherapy. What I would do, I was going to text you all this stuff about hallucinogens and all these studies, of course, they're finding out mm-hmm. the, these incredible benefits to people with brain injury, with PTSD. Right. All these other secondary conditions that come from those things. And they're finding that with, with large, you know, large dosing in a controlled setting in a, in a, in a doctor's office, mm-hmm. they're seeing incredible results. And then there's also people that go down to Costa Rica and take, you know, hero doses of ayahuasca and have these mind-numbing trips. In the Costa Rica. In the Costa Rica. And they have these mind-numbing trips, and they're, like, talking about all their symptoms are gone. These are professional athletes for NFL, from, the, from hockey. I mean, it's like this mega thing. Mm. But what were we talking about before the... We're talking about... Forrest Gump, and then I equated Forrest Gump to our dead grandfather. <laughs> yeah, well, what I was going to say was if I ever did that, I feel fairly certain. It's like now that I'm talking about it in this sense, <clears throat> I'm robbing it of my unconscious mind. But I feel like if, if I trip like that, there would be elements of like some form of that, some manifestation of that memory of going to those funeral homes mm. and being like, this is just fucking weird. And then to have the thought, my dad lived there, your mom lived there. Yeah. They just lived there. They lived in the house, and there's these dead With people dead downstairs. And, yeah. and, and they were so interconnected to the dead bodies that we have the stories about your mom rubbing the guy's head. Right. And we got... The and car. you know that you, that's one story. You know they went on countless other body pickups in yeah. all fame, all types For of ways. For the listeners, it's a hearse with a corpse in the back and my... And like a curtain. My like It's four, just a curtain. Like maybe four-year-old <laughs> mother, maybe four, is literally just tapping him on <laughs> tapping a dead body on the head. She had pulled back the curtain. Saying, poor a little dead man. She was like stroking his head as my dad. Poor dead man. Yeah, poor dead man. But I, I know that would be part of the trip. But what kind of yeah. dude takes that? It's just, it's just, you know, that's just not me judging. We need undertakers. So I shouldn't say yeah, that it's we, not honorable we, we, work. We need them. But when I but would go there. they should be like the one from Sonny that made Frank's face look better during Frank's little beauty. <laughs> Frank, my mouth is dry. <laughs> I need a drink of water. But, well, go to the bathroom and splash some water in your face from the sink. <laughs> Yeah, but they would pull, I can't, it's unfathomable to me, but they would put, like, 
not, I don't know if they lock the door, but when you're little, you don't fucking know. And I'm in this casket room, and in my mind, all there's bodies in every one of these things. I have no memories of this place, but there, there were several. There were several because he was. There was like they would move around. And that's a business. That was one thing I learned at an early age too. Was like, you don't just like become an undertaker and that's it. Set right. up shop in your house and have people bring you to the dead bodies and pay you a lot of money to put them up. You know, get ready for the funeral. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, but the business end of that stuff is. I mean, it's that's why they do it. I mean, think about why a funeral is so expensive, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember when I worked for the county and I had to go like do air conditioning work at the down uh, in the county doing AC work all day. I went there one day and I said, "Hey, I got to change your filters," and they go, "Oh, we got a John Doe with a headshot. We need to cover him up before you go back there." It's like, yeah, cover him up, <laughs> cover him up twice, please. Like, I don't want an arm to fall or anything. I'm like, so you tell me I'm going to walk into a room with a with a unidentified wait a what, what gunshot. Were you, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why were you at the, Why were you at this humble abode? I worked for uh, a very large national uh, commercial HVAC company. Well, I know that, but why was, are you there as HVAC at a crime scene? It's not a crime scene. It was the morgue. Oh, it was the morgue. We took. It was our job to take care of all Cobb County government buildings, animal shelter. Morgue, nine one one center. Y'all had the contract with the Cobb County. Uh, I don't know what was. So into the morgue you go. Yeah. So the morgue was on the PM list that week for filter changes and uh, and thermostat checks, and it was my job to go do it. And I got there, and they said, "Well, you're gonna have to give us a minute because we got a John Doe with a gunshot wound to the head. It's pretty gruesome. We're gonna need to cover that up before you go back there." I was like, "Yeah, please do. Please cover that up." For me, please. That gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. That was bad. The only thing worse on that job, besides having to go to the morgue, was having to go to the pound. Because the pound euthanizes. And those places have to be maintained, too. And the guy that did it there had this gnarly birthmark on his face. I was like, of course it'd be you that kills these dogs. (laughs) You look like you like it. You talk to him long enough, you got the sense you like your job more than you should. Yeah, of course he does. Of course you do. But there's freezers at the pound because when dogs get euthanized, they get beheaded and they have to keep the heads cold. So. Why? Because they do, like, they do research on the brains and stuff. <clears throat> so it was my job to, you know, make sure the systems were running smoothly there, usually with a journeyman because I didn't know how the refrigeration worked at the Man, dog just, head cooler. It just gives you an idea of what the complexity of someone's day to day. What did you do today, honey? Well, I went over to the Cuyahoga Clinic this morning and turns out they had a lot that had gone past their due date. And he speaks in euphemism, right? It's all euphemistic. <laughs> so we had to do what we do and now I'm here. I saw the pit row the uh, the death row of pit bulls today. <laughs> That's a real thing at the Cobb County Pound. They have death row. And it's almost all pits. Or uh, pinchers. Let me let me put it let me put it this way though. If the dog is there, it's like there. Is this where it becomes more complex? Like if a dog's aggressive and it's nothing we can do for the dog. I don't care what some of these hippy dippy say about rescuing dogs. There, I believe there probably are just some dogs that just like humans. That's the difference, right? Because mm-hmm. now someone's going to say, "But you don't believe in the death penalty." I don't. But I don't think we, we don't. Make it, I'm not comparing apples to oranges here. I'm just yeah. saying. But if a dog aggressively does something more than once, I don't know. I just don't feel like, what are you going to do? 
you're gonna house it. We're gonna feed this dog for the rest of its for twelve years. It's aggressive towards. Like it's a, a it's a it's a going it's a problem waiting to happen. We need a Pampion Island for dogs like that. Just send them over there, and they can try and survive, or they won't. But at least none of us have to kill it. I have to say, <laughs> it's been taking my mind away. There's these there's these um, in the wood over here on mm. your on your on your back fence. Yeah. In in the woodwork and how the wood's bent, some of these look like. Like, that looks like an eagle's face to me, like, perfectly. And you got, like, an owl up there. Okay. It's pretty cool, the optical, to look at it. Have some more of that weed. Oh, wow, Dad. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Is anything moving? No, nothing. Oh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Gee, Grandpa. Oh, have some more weed, son. <laughs> have some more marijuana and look at the eagle face in the wood. Yeah. I'm just telling you, it's cool. It's cool the way the knot where the notch is. It looks like two eyes. I and don't a beak. see an eagle. I see a sloth in that one right there, or a koala. See, this is our own uh, Rorschach <laughs> test. Whatever we see, you know. Rorschach test. I wonder how that got started. Like, just like stare at this blob. Doo doo on a to- piece of toilet paper. Like, what does this look like to you? <laughs> I'm always certain that that's thousands of years old, and that's probably just more for it. Hey, again. I've been I've been balls deep in some of these like prehistoric cultures. The best feeling when you go balls deep. It it is, <laughs> it really is. Are we? Yes. No, just just ad hominem. <laughs> Only I was waiting for the second part. It was like and then have the fucking load just spat back right into yeah. your fucking mouth. Ma- like, well, no. that's the trick. If you know you're with a lady who's gonna sit on your face after you cream pie, you gotta go balls deep. That way, there's a chance it won't make it down the chute into your face. I mean, <laughs> I feel like if that's her shit, she's not gonna stop. It's just gonna be, she's gonna I mean, be fucking, she's gonna this. be Kegel thrusting for just the sight of it now. It's just turning me a little bit. Just someone yeah, just, on top of you. Let's just think about this logistically in terms of the your human neighbors. anatomy. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it. Well, your this neighbor. guy, I'm pretty sure, is dead. And I'm dead? Yeah. We'll go into that in a second. Let me get this thought out. Well, real that's quick. A, okay. Think about it logistically. If a girl wanted to do that, she's gonna put. The the farther farthest most front part of her vagina on your face. She's she's gonna want that that clit stimulation, right? Which is a good golf ball away from where <laughs> your shit's gonna be running out of the hole. So worst case, best case scenario, you're just gonna get a lot of jizz on your chin, and that's not the end of the world. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the uh, the subtle and just in the uh, the the. the, the very descriptive way you you did that doesn't sell it. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. I guess that begs the question: Would you would you would you let Layla London put your own load back on your chin? It's just your chin. Why does she have? To, why does Layla have to be a part of this? <laughs> Anyways, this guy next door, I haven't seen him since maybe March. Neither has Kristen. And the last few times we did see him, he had a noticeable bulge in his abdomen. Oh, no. And we smelled uh, pot on a regular basis whenever he was outside. And then in March, we would see him getting picked up and dropped off by an older woman. There was a lot of Northside Hospital cups. I was like, I'm doing the math here. I'm thinking some sort of bummer abdominal cancer. The marijuana is there to help. Northside Hospital cups. Somebody else has taken him. And then after quarantine, we never saw him. Damn. So he could be alive and just somewhere else. He could be. But he's not there. He could be like fucking um, Robert the Bruce's leopard dad hiding. <laughs> he's just up in the window. 
staring down at TPTO. I can tell you this. I've hit a handful of wiffle ball golf balls into his yard by mistake, and, and nobody's picked them up. They're still sitting over there. So. Why don't you just climb the fence? Yeah, just, uh, it, it's happened like three times. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll get it another day. I mean, I don't see why. It's basically your backyard until someone moves in. <laughs> but imagine if that was the way shit worked. I just, I, it makes me wonder, like, what happens to his house? Like, he's a single man. He, he definitely had a will. If he had, if he was going, you're, you'd think your deduction would have kept you going. If he was going through all that, he certainly knew that it was, the jig is up. You know what I'm saying? Right. He wrote out a will. He gave, I guess my point is it's been almost a year. Maybe no one's put it on the market yet because you've got a family squabble where they're saying, I, I want the house. No, I want the house. Well, let's go to the lawyer and we're going to split the house. What's odd is there are packages that get delivered there and somebody comes by and picks them up. I don't... I don't. But you've never seen him picking them up? He could be at his mom's house for all I know. How old is he? Uh, here's the other thing. He's not a social guy. I've never even spoken to him. Don't even know his name. I'd guess he was between 40 and 50. Oh, fuck. Damn. Well, that sucks. And he used to, on these Wednesday nights, he'd have people come over and they would park all on the street. You know how tiny our neighborhood is. And they would clog the whole street up. And sometimes we wouldn't even be able to park in front of our own house. And it was always so annoying. And I always just assumed it was like a business thing. And then somebody told me that it was a Bible study. And I was like, well, fuck. Like, that <laughs> makes me even more mad. A bunch of grown-ass men getting together to talk about their collective imaginary friend. And I got to fucking walk to my house. It's just a little inconvenience on one night, and it just fucking sent you over the edge. Especially when the girls were babies, and like you had to like walk with the car seat under your arm. Like, oh, damn it! <laughs> Hit them with a GD on your way in the door. Well, yeah, and then you find out why. It's like, oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> He would would it, it, it probably would be a better look if the Bible study didn't clog up the street. I gotta tell you on that note, we're gonna have a Christmas dinner of sorts with the Thanksgiving grandmother here in a couple of weeks. The thanks oh. Yeah, the the oh, we didn't heart do. Yeah. I swear and like I've already sort of in my mind decided like if anybody brings up Biden, Trump <laughs> Or now traitor Brian Kemp. Yeah. Um, or the Bible. Like, I'm going to, like, in a... Christmas pol- is canceled, like Michael Scott. Well, in a polite way, I'm going to say, I, we're not talking about this, and if you're going to push it, then we're just going to leave. Oh, you're... Well, you can't... You said they were coming here, right? No, mom and dad are going to host. It's just going to be mom and dad, my grandmother, I'm assuming Banks, and me and my tribe. It's a... It's a is Brian coming up for part due, too? Uh, they're coming up... Like a f- like a week and a half before Christmas to see everybody, and then they're going back home because they want to spend Christmas at their own house. Nice. And I don't blame them. Like I fucking love that idea. Oh, it's wonderful. I won't get to quite do it this year, but we'll get to half do it. What do you mean? We're gonna we're still obligated because Kristen's family will never fucking compromise. We're still <laughs> obligated, and she'll hear this, but she knows like. <laughs> Like, there's never going to be a scenario where we can go, like, what if we celebrated Christmas with you guys on the 20th? Like, oh, no, what about Christmas Day? <laughs> like, that's the point. Like, we would do it on the 20th. Like, like when I grew up, we had Christmas with Mom's mom on the 18th and Christmas with Dad's mom on the 23rd. And then on Christmas, we didn't go anywhere. And the sun rose the next day. But that compromise... I mean, we're talking about that. I, I gotta make my turkey, right? Hold on. It's not that I don't know all this. 
is that the passion is, is there. <laughs> the minute, the minute, the minute you said it was my passion. The minute you said, who will never compromise? There's no room for it. Can't compromise. Ah. <laughs> oh. So on Christmas, but that's the world now. That's, Christmas that's who Day. everyone is. That's really all yeah. that we could call it woke. Call it the other. We'll come back. But regardless, that's, that's no compromise. Yeah, there's no well, compromise. I'm, I'm getting ready to be on my own. No, like I said this to <laughs> you in private with this new job. Now that she has this new job, and and we're a few paycheck cycles away from being completely independent, I love the freedom that we'll eventually have to just say no. Yeah. Like, what are you? Is this do? one? Is this one of those things? What? Like to to. I, I did next this. year. Listen, yeah, we have. I, we talked about this last year. I, I put my shit in writing. I was like, "This is what we're doing." Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to drive around. I don't want to do this shit. Right. Where and then I don't want to be made to feel guilty to get to do a second round of guilt because I don't want to commit the shitty cake you bought at Publix. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much it. I mean, <laughs> or like I've I've gone down the menu. I still don't understand. Like, my mom still advocates. She'd be like, oh, that's my favorite. And Kathy, that's my favorite meal of the year. They allow this thing, and I'm like, it's the exact same meal. I don't, but I that's don't. it. See, but what I've learned is it makes so much sense as to who they are now. Mm-hmm. I was telling, I was like, someone else was asking me, like, it's tough for me to reconcile my good memories, right? The good nostalgia shit, right? Makes you weak and makes you not weak, but you know what I'm saying? It gives you the good and feelies. Gives you the Chevy Chase in the attic and Christmas vacations vibe. Boom, right? You 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 have those and you don't want them to be affected in any way based on who someone's become, just like any other relationship. You would Right, if, like if you, you're in your thirties now and you know your grandfather's really racist. <laughs> well, I I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that when I was like thirteen. It's more uh maybe younger actually. It's more black and white now than it probably ever was. It's just it's morphed. It's 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 the uh, okay, case in point, let's go real. I was telling Lee, I was like, I don't I don't have a desire I have a desire to go back to school and that's that's what I'm that's my thing right now is because I, I turns out I have the time and uh, much <laughs> like your wife <laughs> the resources where I can just say, Hey, I'll just go back hey, to I was school. Thinking, I could keep doing this thing where I golf several times a week or I could go back to school. <laughs> I know, I can just do both of those things. <laughs> fucking, how, uh, school's two days a week, fucking online most of it. Yeah, yeah, we're good. I want to go, I want to try out for my tour card at some yeah, point. Yeah, I did say I'm going to get good at it. That's some amazing shots today. But anyways, they... Uh, I didn't tell you about playing at Heritage, i got to tell you that. They, uh, I was just t- I don't think I have an interest in pursuing something in, like, Nazi Germany or history, really, almost. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like... I studied that and was really into that period, just like all these other stuff, because I felt like I should have an eye on what to notice or to look for mm. in the future, right? I was always mindful of, like, learning this stuff so that I could apply what little there is to learn from those times to this and to be able to, I guess, see red flags where red flags right, are. Right, but that was assuming you'd be dealing with reasonable people. Well, yeah, that's, that's certainly a facet of where I'm going. But now yeah. I don't I don't see the need to reflect or spend any more time listening to someone's opinion on Nazi Germany so much as I just need to be more in tune with what the hell's going on around me. Yeah. So it's more of a study in like I think it's sociology. Mm-hmm. I don't really. I mean, there's psychology in the mix there, but I have no desire to to go and get. I mean, talk about how about get you can get an advanced degree in psychology and make thirty five thousand dollars a year. Right. At like a VA. And that's where they're going to put you. I think they, they put you there to break you. 
Like, you want to be a psychiatrist and make big books? You, you saw Analyze That, huh? You saw that? Oh, you want to be Nicole Kidman from well, The Undoing? Let's undoing? go talk to this PTSD guys that we got hooked on 15 years worth of opiates. Yeah, I mean, I will say, just to finish my Christmas Day Oh, sorry, thought, yes. yes. Um, this year, we're going to go to her family's on Christmas morning for breakfast, like we always do. But an upside to this year, mom and dad were like, Obviously, you don't want to keep driving around. The girls are older now. They're getting they're getting some cool shit this year. It's like you they want to be there to play with it. You know, mm-hmm. there's no it's not nice to them to force them to be away from home all day. So, we're gonna go to her fer- parents for breakfast, maintain that ritual, but then we're coming home for the rest of the day. And at some point in the evening, mom and dad will come by. See what Santa brought. I guess the we're re- not obligated <clears throat> to go anywhere, so it's it's we're halfway out the door. Yeah, I in guess that sense. if you think about what that what they did with us, at least with on my side in particular, it did suck getting all that cool shit and then leaving. Yeah, you know, and and being gone all day. But it's the worst. It's even worse when Christmas it was falls all, on a I Sunday. I guess they were smart enough to temper it by saying, if we're going to do that, he has to have some big shit over there too. Yeah. So it just turned it into like, that's how they sold that shit to me and made it exciting. It was like, Santa comes here and you're telling me he goes there too? Mm. It was the double down and they knew that if we don't make, because that's where we're going to be all day. Yeah. And then we have to go down the street to the other grandparents to now disowned us. <laughs> but nonetheless. I mean, I get that, that one was never as good. I mean, it's no, always just as bad. But that's how they're still millionaires. Because yeah. <laughs> they didn't spend it then. Yeah, that's true. No, but I get it. Like, I know that all my father-in-law wants is for all of his kids, and his son's not including this anymore because his wife's a cunt and they're not allowed to participate in anything. But all my father-in-law wants is for his children, their spouses, and grandchildren to be under his roof on Christmas. It's like his, And I know that I will be him one day. I want my kids, even when they're adults, to be around me on Christmas, and it'll well, be a bummer. You're just when, an old, you know, but broken a, down drunk. Looks like Burt Kreischer, <laughs> and you don't. But it, and it'll be a bummer when they're like, oh, "We don't want to come over, Dad." Like that'll be a bummer, <laughs> you know. But you'll also have common sense. Well, I don't yeah, think. I hope I have more common sense and understanding, and I won't be like, "I'm it, never going to press to make a turkey." I can tell you that it's the awareness buzzword there. To understand that, like, if we push on this, we're going to create what they call the old-fashioned resentment, which is that rant you just went on. Yeah. Which I, which resentment, when done right, is just nectar to me. You saw, I, I, because I could hear it. You're like, you don't want to, it's like, that's, you don't want to overbreed that. It's funny when you can make that a diatribe on the podcast, but you don't want to do that for, like, another 15 years. No, I don't Without them seeing some form of, like, all right, listen. Well, because here's the thing, at the end of the day... They, I, Kristen's family puts too much value in the actual day. I would like when I was a kid, if we were going to celebrate my birthday on the nearest Saturday so that we could go to a certain place, I would have been so fucking happy with that. Would not have mattered to me that it wasn't the actual day. Her family puts pressure on the day. There's no scenario where you can say like, it's like i tried to sell this to my sister-in-law one year. I said, what if we could do the whole shebang? Breakfast, lunch, turkey dinner with all the Thanksgiving part two shit around the table. A whole Christmas, but it was on the 23rd. Oh no, that's not Christmas. I'm like, it's fucking close enough. 
Because well, the alternative <clears throat> is you get us for a couple of hours on the actual day, and then we bounce because we got to go to uh, do other shit. Like the 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 lack of flexibility there has always driven me insane, and that's why when we get there on Christmas morning, I usually open it sounds a beer. like that's something that's like it, that guy he wanted this his whole life, so he's not he's unbending, right? Well, whatever yeah, whatever it is, he he wants to do it at his home on Christmas Day. Yeah. So it'll take something drastic before that ever changes. Yeah, like us moving to Texas. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Have you been to Austin? Uh, I've been to Austin, but it was with a evangelical church trip, so I didn't get to actually do anything interesting. Mm. Well, you know. The only thing is I that remember, the only destination that you've considered? There's only two places that Kristen's new company could potentially ask us to move to, Austin or Redwood, California. And just given the way the... Cost of living. Well, cost of living, yeah, obviously. And then the wildfires is probably like a 1B. Cost of living, wildfires, but just looking at how the state and city-level politicians are ass-fucking that state right now, I don't know that I'd want to live there. Like, uh, like the, the, fucking, the fucking governor, well, I know, but uh, that's the thing. We're talking about a red state and a blue state. The fucking governor of California issued a like basically no small businesses can be open but that cunt has his own fucking winery that he's let stay open he's he's got this mask mandate don't go out in groups then he gets caught going out to a dine-in restaurant with 17 people no masks on the mayor of la garcetti has issued a yeah everything's got to be closed but if you're a big business like target or walmart you can stay open but if you're a small business you got to go home the way they're just fucking that state and there's some woman I feel so bad for her. she's been on all the radio stations this week she has a restaurant it's outside eating she has the tables 10 feet apart she's met all the protocols but the city still told her she had to close because of the COVID spike and the real bitch of her story is literally 15 feet away there's a craft services tent oh I saw that Yeah. and they're set up exactly like her and because they're a big budget movie they're allowed to stay open it's like that fucking the municipalities, the state and city government, I would never want to live in California when you see how they're treating people during this right now. Mm-hmm. Like, my brother-in-law, I remember when he was here in June and July, he's like, it's insane how, like, open things are here. Because when we go back home, you can't go anywhere. I'm like, yeah, I don't see that. Because your numbers are just as bad there as ours are here. The difference is we're doing shit and you're not. Yeah. Like, I'm not going out willy-nilly. And I put a mask on when I have to go to the grocery store. But in fucking California, you're expected to just stay on your ass at home all day. And I don't get, I don't, you can't go golf in California right now, I don't think. I mean, like, think about the freedom that you have right now to go golf in Red State, Georgia. You don't get that in California. Red State, Georgia? Excuse me? It's red for now. Mm, that's true. <laughs> but uh, her, her company has floated the notion of being, of us being asked to move to Austin. And I already said, like, I'm, I'm game. Like, just tell me when. Like, there's... Well, it's, I mean, depending on your... Because uh, they already said that such a request, they would, they would move us. They would help us sell the house. They would set us up there. They would pay for the cost of the move. So, I mean... Writing's on the wall. I was like, I was like, well, why not? Like, every close friend I've had since childhood has moved to another state. You can get the shirt, keep Austin weird, or whatever it is. Well, and, Mac wears well, and chances are such a request would come with a raise that would offset my loss of income by leaving the shop, which at some point I'm going to want to do anyways. Once Kristen's making enough money for me to not, 
you know, fucking fold church bulletins every day. I'm going to want to stop. <laughs> That's why you hate God. It's the church is the it's the never ceasing, endless wave of church bulletins and programs and 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 newsletters and. Well, I just today I was thinking about this at work. I was like, I don't do like if we were asked to move to Austin by her company. And they gave her a fifty thousand dollar a year raise. Well, that offsets what I make here, so I, I can essentially become you in Austin. But it is expensive. It's an expensive city. I'm not I, saying it's I California. Looked it up, I looked it up. The cost of living in Austin versus Atlanta is almost neck and neck. They they say that the the median income is actually lower there, and the cost mm-hmm. of living is the same. Texas is is something. They and here's what's wild. In the process of looking that up, it said the recommended income in Georgia to live comfortably, particularly in the metro area, was seventy five to eighty thousand dollars. Like, oh that would explain why we've been miserable all these years. <laughs> um so if that happened, I was like, well fuck, I, I wouldn't care. Like, especially if you basically made my income combined with yours at that point. I could be a stay at home dad, get the kids to and from school and find a part time gig somewhere. I don't know. But I was like, she said, well, you can find a job. I said, I don't have any skills. I said, yeah, but you don't know what, what the skills are going to be. That's what I'm saying. There's some element. You have to approach this entire bit of unknown and uncertainty with the fairly constant thought. There is a new kind of, I hate that kind of like the new, the new way of thinking or the, anything that uses the word new really. But there's going to be avenues that, are, that no one has thought of that are open or just changes in the way people do. I mean, there's going to be something. There will be opportunity that comes from every c- catastrophe. Yeah. Comes with, and that's why, hey, Republicans, even though they, they didn't do what badly in the state, you know, in the other races, and typically in the past, they like catastrophe because it's good for them to swoop in anti-regulation stuff and, and, yeah. to, and to see what opportunities are there to be had. I mean, ask South America. if They did it consistently. <clears throat> to multiple Trump, countries. You know, turns out, though, when you deregulate too much, you open the doors to a uh, plague-like spread of a pandemic. <laughs> What's that? Uh, Pangolin piss. Bacteria, uh, bacterial uh, bio, biohazard global response team. That sounds like big government bullshit. We don't need that. Get that out of here. If we if something happens, we'll call them back. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> Lock those kids up. We need more cages. We need, yeah. We gotta. I mean, we gotta really scare the the piss out of these foreigners coming in with their kids. Let's just take their kids away from them. And if they don't get reunited, well, then they shouldn't have fucking come here. <laughs> you know, at some point, we gotta find a way to weave bootstraps into this this statement. <laughs> give it, but I, I was just thinking, like, I don't know what I would do in Austin, and I might not be under any pressure to do anything for a while if she's making solid money. But I was like, I've spent the last fifteen years working in a print shop the, the majority of the equipment's older than me so like and I certainly wouldn't want to stay in this industry and I don't have a formal education so it's like I'd kind of go back to what I was flirting with uh, the last time we talked about it. like if she was making 200k a year or whatever like well I'm going to try and start a photography company like I'm going to there's no risk. Mm. There's only reward. Yeah. Like worst case scenario it doesn't work out. We're still paying the bills. Right. I would probably do something like that. But I told her, I said, aside from the podcast, there's nothing keeping me here. <laughs> that would be ridiculous, too. We opted to stay here for the podcast. She, uh, so she's going to go back to work at Sephora. And <laughs> we're going to move into her parents' basement. But the pod's still on. The pod's still on. That would be about the stupidest thing. 
No, but that's why I told her, I said, every close friend I've ever had has moved to another state. They've started a new life. I rarely see them, if ever. Well, that's the thing about this. There's no reason for me, like, other, and my parents keep saying that they're going to move to Florida within the next two years. So it's like, if they're moving away from their own grandkids, like, then what's the big deal if we moved to to Austin at some point? You know, the worst thing, I, I don't think it's worse, the thing I was just thinking just now is that there's always been a time limit on this regardless because one of us was going to move. It's just a fact of life. Yeah. Like, it was just about, so there's always been a timeline. And I was thinking, one day a poor relative is going to finally, like, find some documentation and they're going to want, like, one of our kids or grandkids, God help us, is going to, like, track this down. <laughs> and we let out tonight with, like, basically eating cum out of a out of a, an arranged situation. Well, we amended a, it to getting cum on your chin. I, I left it alone for the most part altogether. I said I'm done with it once it's, you know, out. But if she were to sit on your face facing <laughs> the wall, like you're doubling down, the cum would go on your chin. Now, if she flipped around, reverse cowgirl, the cum's going to go in your eye <laughs> and in your nose, and you're going to get that butthole sweat <laughs> smell from all the sex. Dude, you got to stop. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. So that's so gross. You know, there's yeah. no, but I, I um, I had mine the morning, the Tuesday after. Or no, the Wednesday after the the election day. Your cream pie? No, you fucking nasty. I had my moment where I was like, I we gotta get out of here. Like you text me today and you show me that picture. Like there's millions of people, millions of people that think this man, Donald G, D, DJ Tay, <laughs> DJ Tay, DJ Tay, title of the episode, DJ Tay, think think that he won in, in a landslide. Yeah, not only did then, he actually win, he he actually won in a landslide. I mean. I think of the people that were waking their spouse up. Baby, he's on TV. It's 2 o'clock on Wednesday night. They're calling it. And they believed it. They just said, like, well, of course, we won. That's it. Wrap it up. That's it. Nothing to see here. And then now they're selling them all kinds of stuff. But that's <laughs> this man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know you think he's buying for time. I think that this is... Uh, people an believe inti- this shit. I have to get well, out of here. I, I think... They I think, believe this shit. That's the whole point yeah. is I got to... It was it was that Wednesday, and I told Leah I, I woke up and I was like, because that no one knew, but they knew that the man had come out and said something stupid and said he already won. Didn't seem like anybody was taking it too seriously. Yeah, on the actual news coverage, you know. And yeah, now I, mean, I, I told Leah I was like, I don't know what's going on, but this is just so crazy that it could even get to this. That I was like, there's no there's nothing for it here. I know you think he's buying time. I think that's true, but I also think he's purposefully and knowingly and intentionally making things We're worse. We're all over the place. Well, yeah, of course. Like, I think he's purposefully sowing the seeds of doubt Well, to, to make the next four years a fucking it won't a be, reverse Russian collusion. And, that, and that's where I come from when I got, when I felt your text message, because I was like, I don't want to, I was like, I do need to see beyond the idea that I've like checked out I was like don't isn't there a desire isn't there something kind of innate like when you watch a film about some either it's even historical or if it's geographically an interesting setting to you but you say like I wonder if I could live like that and I often think the most vivid feeling for most Americans like that is when they go on a really cool vacation Mm. and like I could live here and some people genuinely like make that Mm. a, a select few make that their life's mission whether that be Panama City or somewhere else, or really something exotic, right? Yeah. But it's <laughs> lost my train of thought. You're gonna move to France. Yeah, France. That's why I say I want to see what the life is like beyond just like I said, 
running away, as someone would call it, or me would say, like, having, I've, I'm sick of it, as Carl Pilkington would say, they're sick of it. Yeah. I want to see how some, I have a des- innate desire to see how other people do it day to day, and I've seen a little bit of it over there, and I mm. saw almost enough Yeah. to know, like, just the pace of life is something that I have a real desire to to apply to my own, to, to, to have the gall, you know, to change the way I live a little bit. Wouldn't that be something crazy? Are you America boy? It's, it, I, a little bit. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. I mean... Are you in it? Then yeah. <laughs> I don't... It's, I mean, the easiest way and the douche... Everything that you say in defense of yourself in, in the case of someone like me is, sounds so douchey, but it's like, I don't like America because of the Americans. I love right. I love America, but I hate the Americans. It's, it's like the Gandhi thing. I don't like, I like your Jesus, but I don't like your Christians. They don't act anything like your Jesus. It's very, it's very yeah. much like that. It's like no, I, I don't. I have a disdain for Americans, not a not a hatred for America. Right. But no matter how you spin it, be like douche. Uh, I fucking hate Americans. I'm a Everybody's everybody's. I want to facial you, bitch. What's that guy from The Simpsons who talks like this? <laughs> Barney. That yeah, that's that's a nation yeah. of Barneys. Yeah, that's where we live. In Bar. Wait, yeah, it is Barney. We live. In, we live in Barney Land. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. But uh, I think about like. But it is funny thing if you move into Texas, like if I'm like we're moving to France and you're like Austin. I was like, eh. well, the nice thing about Austin is it is nationwide known as it's the people's it's the people's front as a hippie yeah. liberal the people's republic of, of austin is what bluer it's called. than atlanta city so there's that and it's it's nestled in a red state so i'll get probably one day marijuana and i'll get to keep all my guns it does have its advantages texas i mean but if if they asked us to move you're white at the end of the day you're white yeah if they asked us if her company asked us to move we already said like yeah we'll go like Something different, a change of pace entirely, a whole, you know, just a whole new approach to life. Uh, never lived anywhere outside of the state other than Panama City for, you know, Add up three the months. time. Add up the time, you think. How many, how many year, uh, months have you spent in Panama City? No, we actually lived there when our house was being built. I don't know if you remember that. What? When our second house was being built, we didn't have anywhere to live, so me and Mom and Brian lived in a townhouse off of off the beach we weren't like beachside but we lived there i think for six weeks if not if not six it's not six months but we lived there for the entire spring and summer while our house was being built where's roy here he commuted wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute what do you you mean commuted he would work like four days a week and crash on our aunt cindy's house in roswell and then he would drive to PC for the other three days, and then he'd drive back and work for four or five and crash on his aunt's couch and then go back. He commuted to Florida. and I, w- I got to be honest. I'd do the same damn thing. There's no way I could do that and not, and not see my kids every week. Like, yeah, I'd go back and forth, too. I'd, yeah, I'd, 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 I'd go, ba- I'd go back thing. and forth as often as I could. Um, I'm sure he took a whole week off at some point, too, because it was the middle of the summer, and he usually would anyways. Yeah, we actually lived there. Other than that, I've never lived anywhere outside of Georgia. And that was in even three months. Same here, man. Think about that perspective, too. To finally say, like, all right. Yeah, I need to leave this red state and go to a bigger one. (laughs) Arguably the reddest. Yeah. The one that's now trying to secede from the Union first. Well, you know, uh, I I, I had this thought. I will say, you've had a Whataburger, right? Yeah. Okay. I had... I had this thought. I said, if we moved to Austin, 
where it's, you know, South by Southwest, super liberal hippies. Joe Rogan's there now. The This golf channel that I like. Elon Musk is moving his whole office. Um, the random golf club guy moved from L.A. to Austin because of the fucking way L.A. is treating businesses. And they're constantly hiring. I, once a week, I see looking for a photographer to work at Random Golf Club. I'm like, fuck, if I lived in Austin, I could go do that. I could go be a golf photographer. It's like it, I told myself, is that if we move to Austin, I'm going to completely disassociate from national news. And I'm going to live in the People's Republic of Austin's bubble and just bask in, in whatever is there. And be just oblivious to what's going on outside of my immediate world. Well, thank you for the help that you'll supply us <laughs> in your little nutshell. Well, on November 4th, I'll go vote for Democrats. It won't matter in that state at that point. But on November 4th, I'll maybe I'll maintain, maybe we'll keep this house as a rental. I'll maintain residency here. I'll come vote here. You honestly, if, if given the option, that's definitely something y'all should. There's, here's tonight's business line on TPTO. <laughs> Rent the house. Do whatever you can to have rental yeah. income. That's if there's something that we talk about a good deal. It's all, it's always about buying a house to sell a house, of course. But it's always with the thought in mind that one day we want everything paid for with rental money. The only way we would keep this house and move to Austin is if we were somehow miraculously able to pay off the mortgage. A quick bit of American history for the audience. I wouldn't want to carry two mortgages. Some of the nation's first really, really, really wealthy families, like ones that are still around and had, and still have and had incredible influence on domestic and foreign policy in this country. Like Rockefeller people? Those types, the Rensselaers in particularly, made their money on renting properties. Who's that? What's that? Uh, the Rothschilds. Those are the J.P. Rothschilds. Those are the. There's several. Those there's, are the ones there's barons like. everywhere, but the Rensselaers were very, very famous in the Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana region as just tenant landlords. They owned these properties, did nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. There was no owner or you know, tenants' rights. There's none of that shit. That came much later. Labor mm. unions because of these people, but they made incredible wealth, and now they still lord it over and. Anyways, there you go. Well, realistically, we couldn't rent this house for very much more than we pay on the mortgage. So there's not there's not any money in it unless we pay the mortgage off. Rentals around here go for yeah, you have to own it. Rentals around here go for well, sixteen, seventeen hundred bucks a month. Our mortgage is fourteen. So it's like, what's the what the fuck's the point unless you actually don't unless I'm not paying a bill every month. <laughs> so it's a pause. But we got to save sex because I got to piss. Go ahead, and buddy. Then we'll keep recording. Save sex. What time is it? We're back for more fireside chat. Do you like me? Like you, you have said that you know Leah's Leah's the breadwinner now. She's doing well with real estate. It's not hard when the other one's unemployed. <laughs> but she's doing well enough to where you're not under this constant pressure to go find a new job, no. right? And Kristen's now uh, surpassed me in terms of what she makes. She she makes <laughs> twice Dude, what she I make. fucking secretary. She went by you by like yeah. five. Uh, <laughs> do, do you? It's ever, wonderful. Does it? You know? Does it bum? Does it not bum you out? But does it make you go like fuck? I gotta do something better. No, no. It's not a fucking competition. No, not in a comp- not in a competitive sense. But it's just like 
it should free you up to do something that she's probably been telling you to do forever or to do something that you know you're passionate about. You've already talked about it. If it if, uh, whether well, it's photography or... I feel like, you know, I feel like in Banks's case, he's inevitably going to be like, continue his Kramer path and fall ass backwards <laughs> into some kind of financial success and surpass me and Brian by light years. And Brian's, I think, near completing his uh, counselor <clears throat> program. He's going to go do that. I was like, I don't, I mean, I've never done anything with my life in terms of work. Like, I have a lot to be proud of in terms of spouse and children and family but I mean I just uh, I went to work for my dad because I needed a job while I was in school and then I just never left and I've never liked anything about what we do at all Mm -hmm. so and seeing Kristen not only work her ass off and get this job but then to see like what the start pay is I was like your start pay is more than twice of what I've made for the last 15 years right you know Banks I'm not going to reveal it but Banks has a job offer right now where his start pay at 23 years old is more than I make now. Like, is this, why is the, where are we going? I was just like, I gotta fucking do something better. Like, what, I, what I've what i done is not good. What are you talking about? Oh, man, it's like psychiatry job or wise. PTPO. Job-wise, yeah, I mean. So what? For how long did you, you've done this, right? You, you, you went to work, did this, you went, put your head down, you did it. Yeah. And you got uh, you had all the things that you have now, and all the. I think ultimately you'll look back and see the. I guess you'd say the 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 dues you, y'all paid, it, not just alone either. Like you'll right. see like the dues like the late. Well, let's move that to that next week, and then we'll push this one to the to next month because fuck yeah. it, you know. You'll look back on that shit the same way you, that your parents did, and Lord knows. I think about when we were kids, man, the the lifestyles they were leaving, they probably shouldn't have. <laughs> Both sets, man. You know, coming from, yeah. think about where they're all coming from. It's just like, they were... I guess the way to phrase it is seeing Kristen reach this level of, of job success inspires me to try and do the same. That's an interesting... Well, at first you said, don't you want to do better? And that's different. Do better for you, not in a competitive sense. Oh, so you're saying, it, yeah, like does, I mean, like does seeing your wife oh, well, damn, excel you frame make it like you that? I sound like such I a douche. No, yeah, I mean, I I don't look at it like I've settled. I, we both did what we had to do to get us here. I, if I started get, reflecting on all the second doubts and questions, I mean, honestly, what? Whoa, I mean, once you open that fucking yeah. thing, it's truly well, Pandora's box. That, so I just look at it like. It affords you an opportunity. You can finally address something that you feel like was always there, but you, to your like, what you're ultimately saying is to commit to something, right? To be mm-hmm. dedicated, to do the same thing as far as that one, that person's level of dedication, like Kristen's level towards getting yeah. a job offer like this. Well, yeah, because truthfully, I could... But Banks fucking falls ass backwards. That's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, my, the money might sound good now. Well, yeah. let's see what the job is. It's like I'm always saying about people that get... They get offers like get into it, figure out what you want to do. What if that man hates it and he's learned he has to pay the same dues that you did to be like, I don't like anything I do about my day, yeah. but I well, make I, guess, this, I make X, Y, and Z, and I'm good at doing this. Is it. He's yeah. learning something, same shit. I so, guess the point I was making with Banks is like, I think it's great that he's got this this job offer. I hope he gets to do it. But, but what when, about the vaccine when they require it? <laughs> He'll have to fall in line. But when my dad was telling me the details, it's like fuck. Like his his first job out of college is going to pay him more than I make now. Like I gotta go do something else. 
because there's no. Oh, that's been coming. Hell yeah! You... But like in my mind, I was like, "There's no pay raise coming here." Like, you know, my my. No, no. Now you fudge the shit, man. Now you just I fudge d- the shit, and then you, you put you know get search around, feel like what you might want to do, look at what they're looking for, and fudge it. <laughs> I just like fudge that shit. The, think of the competition. Getting, yeah, people uh, are going to be doing the same shit. Oh, I fucking was great at X Y Z. Uh, 12 years of it, yeah, here's some context. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, in seeing Kristen get this job inspired me to try and figure out something else to go do. And then when you realize that young people entering the workforce are at their introductory level making more money than you do 15 well, years that, in, that it's simply like, cannot be true. It's like, I gotta dudes, go do something else. That cannot be true. I gotta this, go do something else. Let's, can we cease and desist on that, right? That young people aren't coming out of college getting double what we were getting coming out of college. Young people... Majority are coming out of college not getting any jobs. Right. I mean, there's a lot of folks. It, it's just, it's a weird time to be alive, kids. Welcome to your, sorry you didn't get a graduation, sorry you didn't get a senior prom, all that bullshit, but welcome to the job work for, workforce. But to assume that every one of them is getting sixty-five, seventy-five, $85,000 a year is absurd. This is certainly a case of a, let's, I mean, I don't know, that's not really, it's, it's the old adage. It's not who you know, it's who knows you. Yeah, and that's you know good on him. He, he knows the right people. He gets a that kind of head start. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, but not everyone's getting that. I'm not I'm denigrating or downplaying his opportunity here. It's just you, him, I'm not doing it either. I'm him, him getting that and her having this success. Like fuck. Like there's there's other things I could. There's other ways to go about. Well, work like life. what then? But that's the thing. I don't, I don't know. Well, that, that was what that was what photography. Led, well, that was what led to my other thought. I said I feel like guys like me. And maybe you, our road to success is through the avenue of entertainment. Well, yeah, I've been saying we need to, like, for the longest time we've had the ideas and we just don't ever <laughs> take the time, or find the time is really it, find the time to put together what we know is an incredibly good skit. I have one that I thought about this morning, and I was running it by Lee, and she's like, that is pretty good. So I was telling her, I started counting like liquor commercials during the holidays because they uptick hard as fuck I mean just an average viewer of any streaming or cable network you can just see it they're all the same peppermint eggnog schnapps or fucking smirnoff maker's mark with a red bow on it dude they're dipping it in the fucking in the hot wax and yeah we make his mark and doing the whole they're selling you hard on this shit and I watched one of these new commercials get yourself a home bar you want (laughs) to abuse it Guys pushing home carts. Uh, no, this is for people. Can <laughs> hey, babe, I gotta run out. I drank all the Maker's Mark. I'm gonna go get some more. This next bottle is only for when people come over. <laughs> That's the true shit. Hey, babe, I'm gonna get Jameson today because I drank all the Maker's Mark again. Uh, the Jameson is only for when like your brother comes. <laughs> Right? <laughs> it's very specific. As it gets, yeah, that's pretty much the truth. But I tell you, I'm counting this shit. I'm gonna and, start buying airplane bottles. That way, I can measure it better. So they showed these fucking one of these newer ones. It's like a bunch of young people. I'd say it's vague. They could be underage at 20 in college, or they could be 22. That's how young we're talking, though. Okay. And they're in some flat-looking kind of apartment, like you might see in Big Daddy from in New York. You know that kind of place, and they're like an si- unrealistically large New York si- apartment, and, and like some kind of 
just like out of a, a fucking Great Gatsby novel. They're like sitting in the window of it near the escape stairs, and they're they've opened the door and they got their chili. They've wrapped their 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 blankets around them and they just cheers with their maker's mark. Mm-hmm. It's a dude and two girls, and he cheers, and they're like, oh, and then they just and the thing ends. And I was like, what if they made part two and it was realistic, where it's like the first night. And it turns out, you know, there's, there's one couple here, and the dude gets fucked up on Maker's Mark. He has that one too many, mm-hmm. and he throws out that he's all about the menage a trois with this girl, but it was, like, a terribly well-thought-out plan. It was, like, yeah. a hard no, yeah. but they don't want to kick him out. So now they got this awkward situation where this guy just tried to, you know, my boyfriend <laughs> just tried to menage my, co- you know, something yeah. terrible. Could be, like, a cousin, too. Could be like really fucking awkward. And, like, babe, I'm just saying, I've always wanted to fuck twins. <laughs> And just like give me the opportunity, like I'll come in you, and you can sit on her face, not mine. <laughs> I'm about to pee my pants. I gotta go. Safe sex. That's my Safe sister. Sex. <laughs> Hold on. Man. All right, we're fired. We fired it back up. Oh. No, that's a, that's a good sketch. I I like. Uh, but just the opposite end of that. It doesn't have to be something so graphic, but just. Like when the like he makes a comment that goes south and now everyone's fucked up and it's Maker's Mark, you know, and then there's the argument, but then you end it the same way, Maker's Mark. <laughs> well, I think Matthew McConaughey, you know, yeah. like Maker's Mark. Don't even explain it. Like, we all know. Everyone fucking knows. Yeah, drink this. You're gonna you're gonna have that moment like in that Christmas commercial. You, you could even play out like a sexual, like a sensual menage a trois scene, and then cut to the morning after when everybody's hung over and awkward. And like, like, Maker's Mark. And like, one does like a breath check, and you can tell, like, oh, they ate ass. Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark. Century <laughs> That's it. No other, just Maker's Mark. No, Maybe like change the idea. inflection from time to time where there's a question of what might have happened, and then Maker's Mark. <laughs> uh. I, I, that's like, I like that idea. I had a. I didn't but that's what I'm saying. If there's and and I think it's the day and age of like for guys, if like for guys like us, I think it's like selling it. It's like making it, you know, and having the power to sell it yourself. Yeah, monetizing it, having that YouTube. I mean, dude, there's like millionaires being and million dollars not a lot of money these days. It's, it's it would life changing for us, but yeah, uh, just TikTokers like Imagine 50, the golf you could play with kids, man, eleven, yeah. twelve, ten, you know. 18-year-old just graduated, but enterprising and clever people are making millions of dollars on TikTok. Just got to learn how to do the dances and the songs. I had a rough... Is it even about that now? It's about them making, like, content. Don't they just turn their cameras on and let the Russians and Chinese see, I mean, know exactly how stupid (laughs) we are? Something like that. I had an idea. Like, what if, like, I don't know what the sketch, it could be even longer than a sketch, but, like, what if we made something, like, like, picture, like, two stereotypical... Bumpkins, like fucking like this right here, like sitting by a fire drinking beer, simpletons, who got uh, drafted essentially into the Nazi German army, like two like two dum dums, <laughs> who are now essentially Nazis, but they don't really have a dog in the fight. Sir, <laughs> I mean, I mean I, you're not saying. I, I mean, they're not like us. These guys got. But what kind of no, everyone like, knew. Like, everyone knew. Right, but like, not, not just, just picture like fucking Harry and Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber, and they've been drafted, and now they're you know now they're in uniforms, but they're still themselves. Like 
I mean, what we're seeing, though, is kind of that craziness that was Nazi Germany. It's, if you want to draw parallels, it was kind of the, no way this could have happened. Or, but, damn, it did. This guy's, you know, well, look, he's done some good. They, they so saw... Speaking of that, let's set Kelly Leffler on fire. Where oh, yeah, she can die in the embers here. We got the... Got a Leffler mailer here today. Those cheekbones, those would pierce your minds. No question about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, this is one of the things. You, it could be your first TikTok post right here. Oh, that was whoa! There must be some chemicals on that paper. Oh, of course. Bye, Leffler. <laughs> See, now you got us flagged. Now, now you're the you're the alt left. No, that's can serve God and the military. Oh, careful. The uh, <laughs> somebody's got to open up the jails. Have you heard these I've clips? Heard, yes. Like I'm, I'm like I don't want to listen to a preacher, but I am curious. Like, what's the context? of What he was saying? Yeah. Because I'm sure with the words that came before and after, what they've isolated on on WSB are actually pretty normal. Well, that's not WSB. Well, they're everywhere, really. WSB. That's where I hear it. Is WSB. I know. It's uh, I lost track of. Well, that bony, was just weird how that kind of fragmented in the fire. Old bony cheekbones. She went out fast. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about before Listen, all I'm that? Going uh, to before going we, to before we left, Lord. We were talking about stupid Nazis. Oh, man. that's what the, It was just the buy-in after that. Now you see how that's going to be possible now. They just refuse to lose. They're just refusing. That's an option for them to say, like, no, nah, we didn't. Well, know. to me, I, I said this to Kristen yesterday. I said, <clears> at my core, I think what we're seeing is a man who doesn't want to be... A loser finding a way around losing. Because <laughs> it's like you said months ago about how if if it looks like he's going to lose the election, he'll resign and say, I'm too good for you, America. Right. You didn't deserve me. That way he can't lose. Right. Well, if something is stolen from you, if a victory is stolen from you, you didn't lose. It was stolen. Mm-hmm. This is, to me, this is... The opposite of the Bill O'Reilly no spin zone. This is just a <laughs> loss being spun into a into a theft. It's like, wild times. Because you've got Republicans like Mitt Romney's like, what the fuck's going on? Like this, like it does make me kind of hope that once this is over, once Biden puts his hand on the Koran and swears in, you know, like okay, here there's that. And then will the next Republican that they run in 2024, will they be a better human being? And will they leave graciously when they ultimately get voted out or in their second term? Like, will we have... It's the precedent that's been set. I see what you're saying. But I don't expect in four years, if Joe Biden's not reelected or dead... But not reelected. I don't expect for him to be like, oh no, no, no. I want. I don't expect this behavior from him. Right. And I would <clears throat> hope that whoever the Republicans run next, so long as it's not Ted Cruz, because he's somebody else who needs to accidentally catch on fire. <laughs> I would hope that whoever, like, if it's Mitt Romney Red or flag. <laughs> Brian Kemp or Brad Rathensberger, I would hope whoever it is that they have integrity and show some when they lose. Well, that's why I, to tag into something we were saying before, I think of it in terms of like, I want to live in, in, my idea to live in Europe is is kind of one of the seeds of that is the thought that they know exactly where fascism goes. Mm-hmm. It only goes so far. It's only good while it's on the front taking everything over. It's not good after that because we all know how fascism goes. So if, if France has seen it, 
firsthand. Yeah. Germany, of course, knows it intimately. But I get the feeling like people, that memory is long for Europeans. Like, think about all the things they value as far as historical context that America just, well, who knows? Maybe it's like 40 years old, man. <laughs> we don't know. But like the, over there, it's very different. That kind of chain link to memory, history and memory is so much different that they know, like, there's only so far you can really go with this. France had their little moment with that right-wing national stuff. And they might have another one now that, with, 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 all, with some other issues. But I'm like, they know something more about this and having to live through what happens at the end of a, of a true blue fascist takeover. And that's the only comparison you can really see here. I don't use the word Nazis because that's not what they are. This is a new age. It's a different thing. Yeah. But fascism just packaged differently. That's the only thing I see here. It's just the... It's, he, it's not like I'm seeing it and no one else is. The stuff he's doing is coming straight from a dictator's playbook. There's there's no difference here. Well, yeah, it's funny. Like, and even if he in the, in the ultimately wake walks of, away, it's the damage done is important. Yeah, and then you talk, start talking about the grift and how much he's been able to siphon millions of, of dollars that he can at his own disclose. At the, I mean, again, if you're dumb enough to give him money, you deserve. To I say sayonara. I've him. always said that. I'm a guy that plays yeah. cards. I say let the you know. If you're stupid take, enough to I'm, give Donald Trump money, you deserve not to have it anymore. Right. But it's funny, like in the in the wake of this, you know, they're claiming that Venezuela. Uh, voting machines were used and it's like yeah but you're acting like a Venezuelan dictator <laughs> like does nobody see the irony there yeah. like like this notion like I can't lose I'm 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 Xi of China or Putin of Russia mm, you're or, talking about Winnie or Chavez of, Winnie of Venezuela food? like <laughs> like I can't lose like you're accusing Biden of using Venezuelan machines and you're acting like a fucking Venezuelan dictator. Yeah. Like, there's a lot. It's just, it's quite layered, man. But there's, I see I, what America hasn't done. I'll they, bet. They, they've gone across an ocean to fight fascism and they did a grand old job and they became a fucking miracle. Mm-hmm. Right? And, but now, what would that, what, what iteration, what form... With that same ideology, which is just remasked, reworked, redone, twisted, turned, changed a little bit, altered. <clears throat> what what does that look like for the in the American landscape? Fuck, and if there was a, if there was a, and it's not good because the only thing you'll start to think about is Red Dawn because yeah. that's about what it would be. It would not be foreign invaders. It would never be foreign invaders. Think about this: if there was a fascist uprising in Europe right now, and there was a angry little mustachio dictator annihilating Jews. How many Republicans in this country are like, <laughs> not my problem? Well, that would be, who knows, because they've got themselves so intertwined with Israel that I don't think they could do that. Because if you don't help Israel, what? What, what is with that? Well, I don't, that's a, I don't that's understand whole, that's why too much. we just suckle at the that's teeth like a, of Israel. <clears throat> if we open that one, that turns into like a, a true throw on another three logs. But I don't have it in yet, and you've got a sandwich. So we'll I say, <laughs> that's the teaser for next week. <laughs> Conservative Republican <laughs> values and the nation of Israel. Like, Next week is on TPT. I'm Lois Wright. Whenever I ask TP, whenever I ask like my dad about it, he always said, "Well, it's because they're they're the only democracy over there." I'm like, no, no. I said, but still, like, because I've often said, if I was the king of America, I would be the first thing I do is like, you know what? Fuck everyone else, Israel included. We don't work your shit out. If you guys are literally going to bloody each other over the least desirable part of the world I can think of right now, because both of your old books say you have a right to it, you deserve each other, and you should all fucking drown in your own blood, we're done. 
think of all those kids. You gotta, you'd be the worst king. Right off the bat, you set the worst president. Like precedent. You work your dumb shit out. We're gonna go over here and fucking invent sex robots. We're gonna do shit that's supposed to be happening in the fucking two thousands. Not fucking pillaging over goddamn desert. Y'all have at it. We're gonna get into sex robot technology and figure out how to make Bitcoin even better. We're gonna move ahead in the world. You guys keep taking nine steps backwards. Well, of course, there's so much to to un, unpack there, but I don't, I don't think that uh, we can if, we can do that. If there's anything we've learned tonight, it's that Donald Trump loves it when Melania takes. <laughs> And then squats over his Dude, face. He hasn't even seen. I would say the last time. She feeds his loads back to him. I feel no like she's it. known about it the whole time. See, I don't, you know, I'll give a shit to Melania just because I, she's complicit. And she'll never not be. You know? She's always complicit. They all, they all are. The taint will never go away. Mm-hmm. No matter who the outcome, because historians will write it in a million different ways. But The taint the, always stinks. The odious taint of Donald Donald's. Donald's Trumps. Well, that's a little chilly out here. But the, the taint won't go away. But I don't think she's stupid either. I think she's known. But I think it, it, for her, it was the access. Look where it took her. Look yeah. where it took her. If you just broke it down, if you were like, all right, she was this girl. Mindly, mind you, incredibly cute, probably given every advantage in her world because of her attractiveness. I wasn't going when, into all that. I was just saying that she feeds his loads back to him. I know, but just think about it. It's just funny. <laughs> Like she, she's an interesting character to me now because she's like, I don't know. It's just weird. His green pies. Because she, listen, if you put herself <laughs> in her perspective, just follow me for one high second. Just one high second. Follow me, okay? Because yeah. I've given her all the shit about the nipples, and it's all true. I'd never take it back. Yeah. Classiest first lady, my fucking ass. But yeah. nonetheless, she did. She did all of that to rise, right? From Eastern Europe, mm. from Latvia, right? And I think it's one of those. She gets up and she ends up having, having, and I say having, because there's no way ever in her life that she was like, yes, Donald Trump. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like, oh, I'm doing this because yeah. if I don't, the next one will. And thinking in her mind, cha-ching, she probably caught on early that there ain't no real cha-ching. The yeah. man owes it. It's like, you know, it's other people's money right now. So that's why it's just crazy to me. She got all the way to the top. She thought she was there and she just didn't realize. Then he gets to become president. It's one thing when he mm-hmm. trotted her out. I've watched the old interviews from like 2012, back in the early birther days, mm. all the way up to 2015, yeah. talking about Obama and birther. Oh, yeah. the, the same people she, holding she put, up the landslide she was out victory there. signs are the Obamas of Muslim people. She, she was putting. She was on those cable news networks putting that vial out there hardcore too. But I just don't think she ever really considered. Can you, like you said with Brian Kemp, can you imagine? I don't think she ever sat there and thought yeah. like this man's about to be the president. All I'm saying is... Like two years later, he's the I'm, president of the United All I'm States. saying is if I'm Donald Trump, I don't want my loads fed back to me. <laughs> because based on all the statues, I've got a real short dick, which means that cream pie is not going very far in there, and it's going to end up all over Listen, my, my white Scottish... No matter how this plays McDonald's out, double chin. They're really, it's one of the positive, and like I said, I'm tying everything to funny these days. One of the things that I think about and reflect on and think will be great to see is the inevitable statues and the high school name changes mm-hmm. Donald J Trump high school this is going to this going to be a groundswell cuz think about the level of devotion they'll take it now they'll consider the the idea that there's going to secede from the union for Donald Trump and now tell me that they're local con- now tell me that they're con- New York, hold on Yankee, and now tell me that, tell, right Donald and Trump. then now tell me that you won't find 
you won't find 150 schools in Texas. Texas, it's called Donald J. Trump High School, Donald J. Trump Middle School. They're going to... Not in Every no, of course not. But doesn't matter. <laughs> All the only part of Texas I'd entertain living in. If Kristen's company said we're going to need you to move to Houston, just get, like, just, eh, some of these statues are going to look so fucking terrible. We're going to need you guys to move to Houston, and then we're going to relocate relocate you to Dallas. I'm like, uh, I'm good. We'll they said Dallas. Here. No, I'm saying, I'm saying if they said Houston or Dallas, it'd be an easy no. <laughs> I mean. I'm, there's parts of Houston I would probably consider. Dallas should move to Fort Worth. Hey man, at this point I'd consider anything. But you're San def- Antonio, too hot. Yeah, it's a hot one. Too hot. I've been to San Antonio. It was like 110 all day. Were you there with Christian Mormons again? Chris, just just regular evangelicals. <laughs> just the good, good old Christian. Just the ones who salivate whenever an uh, an obvious gay walks into church. <laughs> That was the last time I was there. I was thinking about that the other day. The last time I was at a Sunday service was when I worked at Chick-fil-A and the family that, that managed the Chick-fil-A I worked for all went to the church I grew up in. And there was a, a high school-aged manager at Chick-fil-A who was obviously gay. And he had gotten invited to come. And he, I that felt put, so bad for that him. Burn that? Will that burn? No, nah, that's foil. Is it? I don't think that'll burn. I felt so bad for him. <laughs> Because you could tell he came to church service thinking, hey, this is cool. My friends from work invited me to come do a thing. And he may as well have been a squirrel corpse on the side of the road with vultures swirling around him. The amount of people who swarmed him to pray the gay out of him that you could tell he hadn't even quite admitted to yet. I watched this happen. I was like... You people are fucking gross. <laughs> and that's the last time I ever went. So you brought this man? I didn't bring him. I just, I knew him because I worked at Chick-fil-A with him. And a lot of the people in our church worked at that Chick-fil-A too. So he he was under the assumption. I want you to say it one more time. He was under the, uh, he, he came <laughs> under the impression of my nice co-workers have invited me to church. I'm going to go. And you, as soon as he got there, it was... And, and they just, it was just clear he was he, gay? It was obvious. Like, super effeminate, super lispy, just, just storybook gay. There's, there was no, <laughs> but you could tell that I love he, that. That's so, that's so not woke, bro. You could just tell. Storybook gay. You could just tell. Like, and you could tell that he knew, but maybe he hadn't quite settled into being comfortable with it yet. And literally fucking like 10 people around him... <laughs> trying to pray the gay out of him and like openly talking to him about his lifestyle and she's like he hasn't even grappled with this yet and watching that that day I was like I'm fucking done here like this you people are fucking gross we finally got there we finally got to the breaking point like, all was, these pods ears and all these years it was like ladies. sharks smelling blood in the water with these fucking people well cause you gotta think if they can if they can save that soul it's this, it's a it's a you know, putting change away in heaven, putting that savings away for when you get to the tip top. Yeah, that's just where everyone wants to go, where you fucking knee bent all day <laughs> in front of a fucking bright light, no sandwiches, no no titty bars, just bended knee <laughs> in the same fucking song for eternity. That sounds great. I don't know what those versions of heaven is for the other people. I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that that I, I had that thought the other day. I don't remember what triggered it, but I was like, that was the last time I went. Was when I watched all those fucking, like not not even young people, like like youth leaders, like young adults, like swarm this poor kid, and he's fucking there sitting there crying and looking uncomfortable. He's like, you people are fucking gross, <sighs> and I'm done with you. We, we finally got there. I have to wrap this up though, because my my niblets are getting cold over here with the lack of fire fire. Well, you need your FDR blanket. You never went full FDR with the blanket. I totally forgot about it until you said the FDR <laughs> blanket. We yeah. had the chair incident. It all, you know. Well, we've got a lengthy enough show. i got a sandwich to go eat. Tommy UFUCK! The man! Yeah. Oh, update on sports with Skip Medaver. He'd be up to a call. Oh, really? Yeah. He was like, I can't believe it's still happening. I was absolutely Skip. He said, we're introduced every week. Folks hear about Skip Medaver. Is he, he's only been on like two shows. He was on the one in Manhattan Beach. He, he, he did the... Or Hermosa. He, and then he we called him once at random. He's like... And he basically said, like, you never call me. And now this is why you're calling me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds right. That sounds right. I just remember all three of us, him especially, were pretty good and liquored wow, up that night. Yeah, that's that's one of those nights I look back and I'm like, I'm glad to have that be a thing of the of the yesteryear. Yeah. Because you just that we were too hammed. I was too hammed for my sister's wedding. Well, man, so you had fun. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, you seem pretty broken. lit. You seem pretty lit now, off of a blunt. That's you know, you're still altering, but in a more uh, clean way, I suppose. I don't know if it's cleaner, but it's definitely way better for my mind. And yeah. My, and my body. Well. We've already done this. Know. WFCK. <laughs> WFCK. <laughs> the band. <laughs> the Fireside <laughs> Chat Edition. <laughs> the polio I hope, I hope somebody listening tonight heard the crackling of the fire. We really are sitting next to a bonfire. It's wonderful. It's been nice. It's been really nice. It's going to open it up. You look like, I mean, it's going to work. Freeing. It's freeing. Other than the broken chair, everything was pretty smooth sailing tonight. Yeah. All right. Bye. See you next week, guys. Follow.